It's episode 98 of the Through Being Cool podcast. Informed, concise, not really. Night Riders Unite and witness us. We give you permission. We give you permission. To spend your Sunday afternoon with us. Hey guys, how's it been? We were just talking about something that I wanted to actually record because I think it's an interesting topic. Uh, Hey, wait first. What's a best boy, Tristan? A best boy is... uh, Oh God, I'm totally blanking. I think it's like the... Mm, I'm blanking. I'm blanking on it now. It's a guy who does. It's a boy who does mouth and butt stuff. That's the best boy. It's the best kind of boy. <laughs> okay, sorry. That was just eating. No. Yeah, I can look it up. Uh, I'm gonna have to look it up now because I should know this. But sorry, yeah, Patrick. Was... That was really rude of me. It doesn't bother me any. All man. What the fuck are you guys talking about? You've gotten used to it over the yeah, last ten years. Oh man. I'm not best buy. Okay. So <laughs> I, I was I was right with the first half, but not with the second half. I knew that they were an ass, a direct assistant to somebody, but I couldn't remember who. They're uh assistants to like the department heads. So like uh key grip uh and best boy grip. So well, now I don't boy, know any of those things neither. Best boy electric. So I mean essentially like the 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 lead uh the heads of uh different departments on the crew like electric and stuff like that so uh, grips, boy grip. grips are anybody who actually like holds I a mean, boom pretty much like the people who actually move things around like go grab uh grab things and move them around put them in place a so, gaffer yeah uh, that is one okay it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Good stuff. This is real behind the scenes, behind the scenes. You're listening to TV talk. <laughs> I already What's hate it this. like in the industry? Are you talking about the dogs in the background, Tristan? That that too. Oh, don't um, worry, man. My neighbor's got a dog, and I'd actually like to talk about it if you guys would let me talk about that dog for a second next door. I was going to say, I was hoping that the kids in the neighborhood don't come back, but I see them circling their bikes around again. <laughs> they, they were just screaming. Earlier. Dude, it's ambiance. That's what people come to the show for. No one comes to the show being like, I want superb, isolated audio between three people. They want the 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 quality I think matches the content. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, just I, I would I would hope that no one comes to the show hoping to hear screaming children. No, no. That's God, something no. else entirely. No, no. This my uh my I actually want to get your guys' thoughts on this. Um the the neighbor guy the guy new neighbor guy super nice i guess he's really nice um he he uh i walked out of my apartment and he was in the hallway and he's like hey man how's it going i was like oh hello to you i live there and he's like i live here and i was like awesome great to meet you uh my name is patrick you know just did like the formal hello thing is your, is your place like you go you open in up through and, a shared entrance yes. and then okay then you walk yeah. inside to your respective apartment you walk it's like you walk in from the street and then up a staircase and then their apartments are on either side Okay. So we just happened to catch each other in that moment, which is weird. Cause like I've lived here three years and I think that's happened twice with a neighbor. Um, anyway, like he's walking out as I'm, or he's walking in his apartment as I'm walking out and he's like, Oh, Hey man, Hey, how's it going? And I was like, Oh, you know, did the formality. He goes, hey, I saw you. You got, you got two cats. I saw them in the window. And I was like, yeah, man, it's pretty cool. You know, he's like, yeah, I got, I got a dog. And I was like, Oh, that's awesome. What kind of dog do you have? Cause I'll talk to people about their pets. And he goes, Oh, it's a, it's a service dog. 
And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Not really, because I'm not going to die. You know, I'm like, oh, awesome. And then he goes, yeah, I got one of these. And he lifted up his beanie. Nick's already making a face. He lifted up his beanie and he had one of those like uh, Lobot looking things. You know what I'm talking about, Tristan? Mm-mm. He had a, uh, no, he didn't. Yeah, he lifted up his beanie and exposed his undercut. And that's why he had a service dog. <laughs> no, uh, let me show you guys. It's not quite as bad as this, but it's pretty close to this. Uh, yeah, I just thought you meant that he, the, the dog did like three tours in Iraq or something. No, 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 no. Or he was like in the service industry, like he was a waiter or an Uber <laughs> driver. <laughs> yeah, his dog, his dog drives for Lyft. Can you guys see this? Oh, okay. What? Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, oh, Lobot. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. It was a robot? It's, no, not it's, a as, robot. it's not as bad as this. With um, a cyborg? No, he's got a, he's got like a thing. No, he's a cyborg. He's a well played. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he's got a little like thing implant on his head. What is it? It's for people like in the Matrix. It's for people who have seizures. Seizures. Oh, see, I was I was going back to Lobot because I was just <laughs> no, I was gonna make the joke, but no, go make the joke. No, it doesn't matter now. All it's right, moving nice. on. Um, what, what does it do? Uh, shoots electric currents into the brain to keep them stabilized. Really? Yeah. And the so, dog you know, helps him do like the dog does it. Here, here's what the happens. Dog sends shocks. So Let me I get guess to that. His epilepsy is like medicine resistant. Right, right. So he has epilepsy, right? So he tells me, he goes, "Yeah, I gotta, I gotta serve his dog." So you know, when things start going bad, the dog starts barking. And I was like, "Oh, okay." Dogs can apparently smell when someone's going to have a seizure. What it smells like? Seizures. I want to know. Well, what I was confused with see, is... Seizure salad. <laughs> Sorry, I had to wedge that in. No, it's good. Oh, that was... A, did you mean to do that too? Was that wedge? Was that a wedge salad joke? Or did you just do that? Oh. That was an accident. Damn it. <laughs> so he tells me, he's like, yeah, so when the dog starts going crazy, it, it lets me know that I might, I might be having a seizure. And I'm just kind of like, oh, all right. Oh, that doesn't happen a lot. And he goes, no, no, it's fine. And then I just started thinking, I was like, so am I now like in the chain of command of like someone who's supposed to do something if that dog starts going ape shit? Like, am I supposed to kick in the door and shove my wallet in his mouth? Like, what? why did he tell no, me? No, no, I don't, wouldn't say so. I think you're just supposed to tell the dog to call 911. Mm-hmm. Well, the dog could be able to drive there. He used to drive for lifts. Just, <laughs> just thought you were going to say uh, like... Does that happen all the time? He's like, oh, no, no, no. And then in the background, the dog's like. (laughs) He's just like. (laughs) Have you ever seen someone have a seizure? Yes, it's Uh, fucking terrifying. Fucked up, isn't it? Yeah. Everything. I've seen people like do the the whole like shake thing. And then I've seen people just go tight and sit there. And you're like. Yeah. See, I I think I've read about the whole service dog thing a long time ago. But I've completely forgotten about it. So I don't know how that works. That's. Hey, let me let me let me fact check that if dogs can smell seizures. <laughs> let me see if he has a fake service dog. They can that, smell. That's what you people said. People who are dying. That's just because they got bad teeth. Yes, dogs detect a telltale scent linked to epileptic seizures. Scientists have discovered raising the possibility that they could be trained to reliably warn owners when a seizure is imminent. So, so they, dogs, dogs in a way can smell the future. Well. I know I think what it's saying is that dogs 
can tell you when, ooh, your brain is stinky. What if this is, what <laughs> if, stink brain. hear me out guys, what if when you start, we don't know this because we don't have seizures, but what if part of having a seizure is you just start like silently farting? <laughs> like, but it's, but it's like a high pitched, it's like a, it's a scent that humans can't smell. Just like dogs can pick up on like high pitched noises. <laughs> Maybe when you're having a seizure, you're doing a high pitched fart that only dogs can hear. You wouldn't know because you're having a seizure. You wouldn't know. I would. There'd be no way of knowing. But the dog would be like, arr, arr, arr. Tristan, what say you? You think that's a thing? Think that's what's going on? No, I don't think that's what's going no. on, Patrick. You don't know that. Uh, maybe if you read past the headline of the article you're currently looking at. I did. Past the headline? What are you talking about? Well, apparently not all dogs can smell this. Yeah, not all dogs are surface dogs. Only the good boys. The best boys. Let's see here. Breeds with the, with disability. Bringing it back. Full circle. Come on. <laughs> I love it. I love the callback. <laughs> Include golden retriever, standard poodle, German shepherd, Akita. Standard Ruck. poodle? That's what it says. Really? A standard poodle. A standard poodle. Uh, a German shepherd, Akita, uh, rough collie, Rottweiler, cane terrier, great Pyrenees, and one mixed breed dog, but it doesn't say what it is. <laughs> Industry secret. Industry secret. It's proprietary. It's Shih Tzu's. I mean, maybe it's mixes between the aforementioned breeds. Mm. Maybe it's a mix between like a dog and a cat. <laughs> where's where's the poop? Hmm? Where's the poop go? Where's the poop go? And in cat dog. That's not a question. Front and back. We'll never get the answer to that. No, not half a dog in the front, so wait, half a dog in the back. I never watched the show. Did they really never for a kid's show, they never address poop? No, they never address poop. They never address boners. So. They never address it never addressed anything like that. Cat dog. I mean, I what can understand like why they dog? I get why they wouldn't address their boners. Like that's that makes sense. How? But, what do you mean? How? What's your favorite part of a dog? Are you trying to get me to say it's boner? Like, is that, yeah. I don't know what <laughs> you're going what I was for. trying to get you to say. <laughs> I was trying to be like, it's boner, of course. <laughs> Did you guys ever hear about that time me and Matt went to Walmart and the lady uh, just saw my hair? She just saw me and went red on the head like the dick on a dog. <laughs> What? And Matt Barnes just started like laughing his ass off. And I was just kind of like, what the fuck? And like, I didn't know what to say. I just left the aisle because I didn't know what to, it was one of the few times in my life. I've just been like, I don't know what to do here. I have no clue what to say. It's just that classic Reba McIntyre song, right? Here's your one chance fancy. Don't let me down. <laughs> Dude, that's I've, I've never like it was sing song. Clearly, though, that's not a real song. So. Red on the head, like the dick on a dog. Nick, that's a real it's, song, isn't it's it? That, it's the second part that I'm I don't know. What oh, is? Yeah. What part? The, the 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 dick on the dog. Oh. I'm pretty sure those are not lyrics. Nick, for... you've heard that song, right? Red on the head, like a dick on a dog. Nick, you've heard that song. It's got to come out their mouths. It's got to come out the other one's mouth. Nick was researching. I've never seen a butthole in the middle. Yeah, whatever one half eats, the other half shits out. That's that's how like that works. Human centipede. What it is like one mouth diagnosed for like designated, not diagnosed, designated for pee pee, and one mouth designated for poo poo. That, that would be unfair. What did I just say? One half 
whatever the one half eats, the other half shits out. And then, so whatever the other half eats, the other half shits out. Yes. So you're talking about shit. You guys talking about shit? You guys talking about shit? I got, I got. Yeah. What what are you doing here? We can't hear it. (laughs) Boo. Can't, can't hear anything. You guys can hear that? No. Mm-mm. Hold on a second. What's going on here? What's going on here? What's going on here? What's going on here? Hey, let's just... try this again. Hey, Tristan, did you just did you just talk about shit? Ninety-eight episodes in, still amateur hour. Hey, guess what I got, guys? I love that song. It's beautiful. Do you remember how the king of twenty twenty, Alex, had that weird shit in the back room of his building or at his office? He shit in the, the, the shit got out of the toilet. It was a couple episodes ago because we got yes. busy. Okay, so to recap, Alex, king of twenty twenty, um, shit in the toilet at work. It started to overflow, and the shit got out onto the floor along with a bunch of shit water. It, it, it escaped. <clears throat> it escaped. And before Alex went to go get something to clean up the shit, he emailed us and told us about it. <laughs> Correct. And and Tristan and Nick and myself were just biting it. We were just chomping at the shit about this. And we wanted, we wanted to know a follow-up. I have the follow-up. Would you like me to read it to you? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. All right, so here we go. I got a follow-up from Alex King of 2020. Since my last email was sent with a shit-ridden floor still waiting for me, I thought I'd follow up. The floor drain fortunately got rid of my water issue, and I found rubber gloves to pick the shit up. It was far firmer than I would have hoped, but I, but I snapped it in two and threw it in the toilet and prayed. It went down fine. I poured bleach on the floor and called it a night. Not really certain the proper shit sanitation protocols, even though I should be a professional. Y'all remember the kid? You remember the time a kid shit on the floor at our old store the week we got carpet and I drew the short straw and had to clean it up? Yes, I do remember that. Um, He has provided us with a photo of that day. Um, He's got shit stories for days, guys. Um, If you also remember, Alex was the guy who one time walked around the store (laughs) with Dookie on his lanyard because he thought he wiped it all up and he said uh as far as wiping my shit with my lanyard and carried it around the store that one stayed with me until sending that email to you guys last week i was 18 living in a new city where i knew two people at my first month transferred into my new store and trying to make friends with some co-workers being known as shit boy doesn't help your chances fortunately my self-confidence and ability to laugh at myself has developed greatly in the past seven years so here's a picture of Alex, yeah. what he had to wear that day when that kid shit on the floor and he had to go pick it up. Can you guys see this? Uh-uh. You guys can't see it? No. no. My God, what is up with this thing? I don't. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. Let me know when you can see the photo. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Remember this, Tristan? Oh, <laughs> yes. With that kid shit all over the carpet. He just took his pants down and shit on the carpet. And Alex was designated, a.k.a. the newest guy. And the manager made him clean it up. 
That's stupid. A face mask and a face shield. That's hilarious. Oh man, I remember that. Tristan, you remember that, right? Good stuff. Oh yeah. Um, I I will say that uh, it's it's interesting to hear different perspectives because his one one of his first lines at his email was that it was more firm than he had hoped. But I've seen it go the other way around on that. And that sometimes it not being a soupy mess might not be a good thing. Oh, what do you mean? Like you try to pick it up and it falls through your fingers like sand? Mm -hmm. Poop soup. Poop soup, dude. (laughs) Stinky Pete. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We also have an email from John, but it's pretty lengthy and it's a scary story. So I wanted to wait until we did another one of those episodes. Yeah. Oh, it's real long. We get, we'll, we'll set up a whole episode around scary stuff. We'll get into that one. So we got the emails out of the way. We talked about seizure dogs. What have you guys been up to? I've been working down a list of repairs on the house. Uh, we had the final inspection. We had, we, we had four walkthroughs in a day and four offers. I don't know what you're talking about. I have a rental house that I'm selling. You have to tell us that. We I didn't know that. I don't think Tristan knew. Tristan, do you know talked that? about it like a hundred times? Yeah, but it sounded boring. So I didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> and apparent so apparently there's a there's a leak in the roof. And I I I don't know how to do any of this shit. So I'm having to ask people and stuff and watch YouTube videos. So I got like five things done today. But <laughs> I'm working down this list and I gotta find somebody who can repair a roof. You know you should reach out to, and I'll put you in contact with him. Uh, Tyson, mm-hmm. big shiny robot. I think he does home repair. Tyson and uh, Thomas also do home repair stuff. Thomas's uh, basement flooded, and he fixed it. So I'll get you in touch with cool. those dudes. Yeah, please. Hey Patrick, you should uh, you should ask your neighbor about that service dog. I'm sure he's a roofer. <laughs> I couldn't figure out a way to do it. I had I was trying. I was trying. <laughs> But I was just like, I, I tried for a little bit. And then I was like, if I keep trying, I'm not going to listen. So I'm going to have to let, I'm going to have to listen now, but I'm glad you took it upon yourself to do that. So how do you know there's a leak in the roof? It's pretty obvious. So gravity. why didn't the inspection do it? I said gravity. Emily thinks she has mice in her walls. Did she put them there? I don't think she has mice. I think she has chipmunks. And I didn't want to say that to her, but then so, she found out her on her own that she so has chipmunks. So you do think that you know that there are rodents in the walls, right? But Just, here's you're the trying situation. to discern what type. Here's the situation: the bonus room. Your parents has, went away for a little vacation. <laughs> the bonus room has been redone, so that there's like extra wall there. Yes, because used to be a used to be a carport. So she thinks that the rat, the chipmunks or mice, whatever, have just found a way to like burrow into that one little area. And she hopes that they're going to leave in the springtime. But she also doesn't want to have the exterminator come over because she doesn't want to kill them. Ah, well. I wonder if when they did the construction, I wonder if instead of insulation, they put chipmunks in there. Hmm. We don't See, know that's not what happened. You need to, you need to get a cat in the wall. She... <laughs> Get it always sunny. <laughs> that's the ticket. <laughs> well, that's why she doesn't think she has. That's why I don't think she has mice. And of course, I didn't bring any of this stuff up to her because I don't own a home. So I always feel like a fucking like like she's just going to take whatever I'm saying and think I'm doing a bit or making it up. 
But I was like, I don't think you have mice because mice would have found a way into the fucking house. And there'd be more than just a couple. There would be tons of mice running around if that was them. And also pretty humane traps. Well, also, I think her cat would have been losing its fucking mind if it had seen a mouse somewhere in the house. Well, what would you do if you put the cat in? How would you get the cat out? Tie a rope to it. Might might have to send in another cat after it. (laughs) Like a bigger cat? (laughs) That's just that episode. <laughs> I thought that's what we were doing. <laughs> so once you, yeah, but how would you get the bigger cat out? There's always a bigger cat. Maybe like a so, dog, like a big dog. You put a big dog in the wall to go after the big cat. It's going so, the big yeah, but how would you get the big dog out? At a certain point, it just becomes a child's fable. <laughs> you get a hammer. Idiot. Beat the dog so, to death. <laughs> Uh, back, circling back to this, um, I'm pretty sure I'd have to look back into it, but I'm pretty sure like the they make like ultrasonic devices that they don't work. See, that's what she I know, said. See, I saw that they don't work for insects, but right? I didn't know if they didn't. Well, insects don't have yeah. ears because I, I looked into it for our house. Insects oh, really? don't have ears. How are they going to hear it? You know, she can go out. <laughs> she can go out there and start screaming at it. Wait, no. Why is that a joke? Why is it? Why'd you laugh at that? I'm being. Wait, what if they did serious. have ears though? Because I was thinking about a grasshopper with human ears. No. Wouldn't no. it be funny? No, wouldn't it be? Just, I hate bugs. And they, and they were normal size, so no. they were dragging the ground. <laughs> Bunch of Dumbo bugs running around. I hate that idea. Bugs, <laughs> human features on things that don't have them. I get upset. Like I don't like it. Ugh. Oh, could you imagine like a like, bug with bangs? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just thinking about a thinking, thinking about a ladybug with fingers. Yeah. <coughs> oh my god! But like they've got six, oh. they've got six legs. So, like, could you imagine like a like a like a fucking butterfly like flapping around like oh, but then like you see like it's fucking like hair. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Nah. Wait, do bugs have ears? They got receptors. Go fuck off. I figured it out on my own. Good, good job, Patrick. Thank you. Learn something new every day that I forgot I knew. Wait, so Nick, you said that guy found the hole. So why didn't I don't understand what needs to get done? You just you go fix. Well, it's not it's not really a hole. It's but it's it's like a hole in the shingles, um, not in the roof itself, but. Um, either I, I think what I'm going to do is just have the spot replaced or repaired instead of have the whole roof re- replaced Dude, and what that sounds that's so what I pay homeowner's insurance for oh yeah homeowner's oh. insurance yeah you have to with law and so um, keep your laws off my home that's right so uh, if it's cheaper to just get the spots repaired or easier then I'll just do that. I mean, it so, comes. It's a math problem. So I'm when just you, waiting on quotes. So when you rent this, like, like how does this? <laughs> Sorry, you're gonna have to break this down because I don't own things, so I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, we have we own we have belongings. We don't own like property. Yeah, like from well, the technically perspective, like I don't own things. Technically, I am part of a timber business, so I do have a percentage of property that I own. I am in. I am a timber baron. This is not a joke. This is one hundred percent true. A timber baron. Yes. 
I'm a timber baron. You own wood. I own property, lots of property. I have a stake in lots and lots and lots of land at which timber is grown, cut down, harvested, and then replanted. Yes. Better get your stake out of there. It's going to go bad. It's not my, well, it's okay. So Emily's grandfather, that's how he made his nut. Just buying land and like letting trees grow on it and then cutting them down and selling to people. It's a very, it's a very interesting thing. Um, well, during tree the farm. Yeah, tree farming. Uh, during the divorce, uh, old uh, em- Emily's dad got cut out. <clears throat> His portion got split between uh, her uh, brother, uh, Emily's mom and Emily's uncle. And then I also got brought in for a small percentage. So Nice. Timber Baron. Oh. I don't know how this works. I've been involved for like five years or for um, at this point, three, three years. I've never seen a fucking cent. So I don't know how any of this shit fucking works. <laughs> um, all I know is like, that's because money don't grow on trees. Patrick. It does though. <laughs> Tristan, that's just it. It does. And I made that joke and nobody laughed because her grandfather went, but it does Patrick. You would. Yeah. Money. <sighs> Can we talk about how much I hate that as an argument when somebody fucking. No, no, no. Like you would not. Uh, would. Oh, that's good. I wish my family owned things that I could. I've never fucking have. seen a cent of it. Like I was told they sold like a huge portion. I'm just kind of like, is my percentage just so small that it doesn't even register? Or am I just included so that in the event something goes horribly wrong, it just stays within the family? Like is I think that's might be what it is. Really, I don't own the house. The bank owns it. Well, get the bank to fix the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like their problem. Does I only own have, like a quarter of it. Does the bank have a roofing department? <laughs> it's like you running it just to like how your mom or the house to us, just to like a bunch of schmoes. I mean, I have been, but not now. Do it's they take care the of it? Like, are you petrified? Because like, I could imagine like as a as someone who's running a property out, like you'd want to go in all the time and be like, you guys are putting fucking holes in the wall, did you? Like, what's the carpet look like? Once a month. You cutting the fucking grass? Once a month. It's it's in the contract that once a month we can go. Who, are they older than you? The people you rent to? Sometimes. Oh, that's got to be weird for them, Tristan. Because you imagine some like fucking, let's just put it like age perspective. Some 22-year-old fucking kid coming in telling me what I can and can't put a fucking couch. <laughs> it's yeah. a little weird, but. You do you know. have like a landlord uniform or do you go in there like your normal? <laughs> I just go pick up a check or whatever. What's the worst thing? Or Tressa would do it. Tressa did it most of the time. What's the worst encounter you've ever had with a landlord? With a landlord? Yeah. Like, what's the weirdest encounter you've ever had with a landlord? Hmm. I don't know. Um, I guess one of the weirdest ones was that I didn't actually deal with a landlord himself. I dealt with his realtor. Like, that was awkward. I, I don't know. Why? I guess he owned a bunch of properties, but is he like a property manager or something? Uh, no, I the think he was just an old, with a, an old dude with a lot of money, uh, and just had a whole bunch of properties. Um, hey, so. have you heard that story on Reddit about the guy whose landlord kept leaving him notes? Mm, I don't like that. Oh, no. yeah. So this guy would like leave or come home. Like he would he would go to bed. And then wake up and there were notes like from his landlord. And, but they were like, some of them were like, remember to pay landlord or like things to remember. And uh, so oh. he posted it on Reddit and was like, 
you know, what legal action can I take? And somebody wrote on there, why don't you get a carbon monoxide detector and make sure that you don't have a leak? And sure enough, this guy had been leaving himself like normal to do notes and didn't remember any of it because he was being poisoned by a carbon Holy monoxide leak. Holy shit. Isn't that crazy? That dude just saved that other dude's life. Yeah. He just assumed he thought it was his landlord. But he it almost got him. Weird Al Yankovic parents. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that reminds me of that story about the Japanese guy, except it was it was not all in his mind. He he just had somebody the movie he, Parasite? No, no, he had oh, somebody that was awesome. Yeah. He had somebody who was living in his closet. Uh because he would notice that food would go missing and like some things would be moved around a little bit. Okay, I was making a joke, Tristan. Have you seen the movie Parasite? Uh, no, I haven't. You awesome. should see it. It's incredible. But um, but yeah, the the guy just had somebody living in his closet, and she'd come out at night. And she, yeah. How could you not know, dude? Tristan, uh, fuck Nick. I'm sorry. Remember that guy in Bowling? Did were you? Uh, ooh, ooh, the the senator in Bowling Green who found that lady in his basement. Nick, did you hear about that? You live there. How'd you not hear about that? Found a lady. I don't, I don't watch the news. It wasn't. I mean, it would be on the news. Let me find it. Talk amongst yourselves. So, Tristan, was it a really big closet or an unused uh, closet? Let me let me find the link because talk amongst yourselves. Ha, it's just me. It's just me left. Well, guys, <laughs> it's been it's been quite a week, huh? I found it. Okay, good. I was running out of things to talk about. I know. I had to get in there first. I, I know you were getting <laughs> Okay. So, Nick, you didn't hear about this. No. All right. So, let me read you the story real quick. All right. I'll share the screen with you so you guys can both see this. Um, you really didn't hear about this? No. Jesus Christ. Well, I just want to say, like, Nick fucking lives there. I don't live there. And I heard about this. All right. So, Kentucky mayor finds woman hiding in his home cellar traces of blood. Uh, Mayor Mayor Bruce Wilkinson said he found a woman hiding in a cellar Wednesday morning after he heard noises and smelled cigarette smoke outside a home he was renovating. When he checked the cellar, he told police he found traces of blood on the cellar's door and a bag containing women's leggings. Wilkerson saw the woman, uh, saw, saw the woman he went, wait, oh. Wilkerson saw the woman when he went back to the cellar a second time, the Bowling Green Daily News reported. He said a young woman with dark hair told him she was hiding from someone before she ran away into the street. The mayor says he doesn't know when the woman started living, but noted she did not steal anything from the house. Wilkerson said he wanted to let people know about the report before a story would come out that I had a lady locked up in the cellar. Police have not <laughs> identified a suspect. That's uh, how altruistic of him. Yeah, yeah. That seems like a weird thing of like, oh, my uh, slave fuck doll escaped and I should probably get ahead of this with the cool. news. And so now he's got plausible deniability for when yeah, he does have somebody think- locked up in his state. <laughs> Oh, God, I hope the cops don't show up and find my bag full of women's leggings and this bloody sex slave I've been keeping. Turns out it was just just carbon monoxide poisoning. He'd been putting on the leggings the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) There was was no lady. (laughs) It was all a dream. When I I lived with um, Cole, our refrigerator stopped working and um, our freezer stopped working. So we called the landlord and a, a... private investor people had bought the property from the property management company. So it was I thought just you were going to say refrigerator. 
no, no. So it was just owned by this family. Well, this family was from South America and did not speak any English. And the only way to describe them would be, and this is not, I'm not trying to be, Tristan, you're already, you're already looking at me if I'm going to say something horrible. Um, they looked like pygmy people. That's not racist. They looked like pygmy people. They were very, small very, people. Sh- very, very short, very, very dark skin. They had black bowl cuts. And this, so this we call we called to get the refrigerator repaired, which was like pulling teeth because they, no offense, did not speak English. And this guy shows up to the door, and he is maybe like five, 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 six, like kind of a shorter guy. Um, and he's just wearing a green tank top and very, very short denim cutoff shorts, work boots, and he has Nick, you know those like the triangle tattoos, like the tribal tattoos that like the real ones, like the Polynesian, like the maybe he's Polynesian, maybe he's Polynesian. Like his chest was like covered in those, and he just looked at me and he's like freezer, and I went what? And he went fix freezer, and I was like, all right, man. So I let him in, and he goes and he can't see into the freezer because he's a little he has, guy. Because he's a little guy. So he like brings out this little like footstool that he had in his truck, puts it down, he's looking in the freezer, opens the door, and right away goes, too much, too much tenders. Too much tenders. <laughs> and I was just kind of like, and I was like, what now? And he goes, too much tenders, too much wood. Why? Why? Why so much tenders and pizza? And I looked and tr- and uh, Cole had just bought groceries and the freezer was full of fucking Totino's pizzas and full of like Tyson ready-made Thome in the oven, chicken tenders, and he had broken our freezer because there was no way for the air to circulate. Too much tenders. Too much tenders. Why? So much pizza. Too much tenders. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> and then Too I was like, tenders. And I was like, so do I just do I take him out? He goes, no, new. I get new, and I was like, all right. So we got a new fridge. I was never there. We got a new fridge, but we got. Oh, uh, okay. Was he living in the fridge the whole time? No, so he, didn't, no. <laughs> he didn't just saw off the top half of the refrigerator and replace the <laughs> fixed, freezer. Fixed. So I remember like trying to tell Cole that he didn't believe me. He was like, no, fucking, you're fucking around, you're whatever. And I was like, no, dude, seriously, like you have literally, you can't shut the freezer door because of all the fucking chicken tenders and pizza. Because you have too much tenders. When I lived with Cole, all I ever saw him eat were Totino's pizza, pizza rolls, fried chicken tenders, and these little fucking like microwavable French fry things that he would buy, like in the oh freezer. Oh my god! Yeah, that's did all he get scurvy? Fucking... No, there was that, and just, just the amount of ranch that was in our house was so fucking disturbing. He's got to have some kind of vitamin deficiency. I mean, look, Cole. Cole is a special breed of human. I think he's just like he grew up on that, so he just. Cole used to drink so much soda, mm-hmm. so much soda. I don't know how he was the shape he was. I don't know how he didn't weigh a thousand pounds. Me and me and Matt could never figure out how he didn't weigh three hundred fifty pounds with all the fried, like just processed food he ate. I, it's just interesting to me that that through context and like just living with a refrigerator that you just wouldn't instinctively know not to stuff it. You know, like. Maybe maybe that's just me. Like sometimes you just gotta stuff it, man. Yeah, man, you gotta stuff it. I don't. I don't think full of them tenders. Some tenders in there, dog. So, um, tendered meat. I, I'd already <laughs> sent this to you guys. Uh, I just sent it to you all. But <clears throat> from this article, a homeless woman who sneaked into a man's house and lived undetected in his closet for a year 
was arrested in Japan after he became suspicious when food was mysteriously disappearing. Cost of real estate, man. A fucking year. How could you not know? Yeah. Uh, so know? the the Just resident of the it. home, the resident of the home installed security cameras uh, that transmitted images to his mobile phone after he became puzzled by food disappearing over the last. He didn't second. check the closet first. <laughs> I don't know, man. One of the cameras Wait, captured on, someone moving. So when, food, so when you forget you ate something or you're trying to find food, Nick goes, "I should probably check the closet." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if she was if she was just take if she was actually just taking bare minimum to get through, then yeah. That's okay. how as a roommate you steal food. You never open it, you never take the last one unless you're doing it in your sleep, right, Tristan? <laughs> <laughs> Look, unless if if I suspected that someone was breaking into my house and eating But he food. didn't suspect that. That's what I'm saying. Like huh? he didn't suspect it. Yeah, that wasn't a then thing. Why did he install the cameras? Because he noticed the food disappearing. Well, why so, why would he think it was disappearing? Well, yeah, it, the question, Nick. he was saying that this happened over the course of a year, and he became suspicious over a period of months. Suspicious that what? Suspicious that his food was disappearing. Maybe he was trying to catch he himself sleep eating or his something. Food. Was it a job? No, no, no. I'm just. I'm. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Who knows? If food was disappearing in my house, I would assume that the most likely scenario would be that someone is taking it. And the first thing I would do would be to check the house for intruders and also for other things that are missing. No, wouldn't. Your first track would, your first instinct, if you noticed that your bag of chips was one fourth when it was three eighths, would not be to fucking walk around the apartment and look for intruders. So if there was a large amount of food, if there were enough, if there was enough food missing that I noticed that I would consider putting in a camera. Okay. That would mean that someone in order, because the food, I don't think he suspected that the food was just disappearing. So the closet is a part of a Japanese style uh, home. One of several rooms in his one story house. This this is a one story house where, where he lived alone or so he thought. Ugh, ugh, um, did they add that? Did they add that, or did you they, add that? They no, they added that. Oh, that's hokey writing. Um, but she evidently moved a fucking mattress into the closet. But uh, even the guy was even the guy admitted that uh, she was neat and clean because he never noticed her. So, all right, here's okay. Here's my question to that. Maybe I got married. I don't know. No harm, no foul, right? No, she owes him rent. Nah. Nah, man, she wasn't doing anything. She was just snacking. Or at least for the groceries. She was just, she was just snacking. She's, snack. she's doing a little sneaking she snack. No, I mean, they, they were just missing each other. She's like, oh, shit, you live here? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What if she thought that she had rented out the closet and there was a weird guy living in the rest of her house? Exactly. What a power move for her to be like, you're living in my place. And she's like, you know I live what? here. You know what? You keep it. I'm just going to leave. Okay. And then she just How long, goes. over what period of time was this a year a year a year do you have any closets in your house that you haven't opened in a year yes that you could fit a mattress in no actually no. i don't know i don't think i've ever opened it <laughs> to the water heater is i mean to be fair I think that's though, where the like, water heater uh, is i don't have a box of dildos and then the last guy left i don't fucking know i have a one-bedroom apartment so i need all of my space i don't know yeah. Now, if I had a house, that might be a different story. I don't know. So yeah, yeah. So I, 
I don't know. I'm kind of torn on this. I think that if I if I had my camera on and I was just like sitting there going like boop boop boop, and I'm like, oh yeah, look at that, huh? I think, <laughs> that, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Is like how about that? Well, imagine like that fucking that's a real humdinger, huh? That, that sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach when you just see somebody in your house. I would see you guys. This is just maybe my brain. I would think about all the times that like I do things in the apartment that like I don't necessarily need other people to see, but it might embarrass me a little bit. Like all the times like I've just walked around baby naked or all the times I'm singing my impromptu songs with the cats or like dancing over them to annoy them. Like those kinds of things. Those would be the moments that I would be like, oh my God, that person saw me do that. I would be more worried. About, I would, I would take this thing of like, oh my God, they saw me. Oh my God. Like I would be like, oh, that must be so embarrassing for us to have to share that moment. I don't think I necessarily. Oh, I hope my house was clean enough for them. <laughs> like it would be that kind of shit. But also like, you got to ask, and I hate to make this just something we talk about every episode. Like what's the bathroom situation? Mm-hmm. Like if she just wait to shit, she just wait until the shit till he leaves. Like, how's that work? I don't know. I guess we'd have to. Somebody should uh, like interview her. Like to uh, I don't do think a little documentary. I don't think she has an agent. I don't think someone who's been living in a closet's necessarily easy to get a hold of. I think he's crazier than she is. She had a lot of time. For not checking hands. the fucking closet. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Nick's indig- indignant about his uh, terrible detective skills. That's what he's upset about. It's insane. Maybe it was a house of closets. Maybe he just had so many. Just, <laughs> I don't know what a, I don't know what a traditional Japanese house looks like. Exactly. There's one closet. It's very xenophobic of you, Nick. I know you can't wear shoes and you have to sit on the floor to eat. And I think it's the closets are made out of rice paper. That's not racist, Tristan. Don't get upset. It's not. I, I do, what, I'm not. I'm not the pillows are made of rice pillows. That's not true. No, you're right. They're made of rice feathers. I'm sorry. That's too stupid to even be mad at that. <laughs> just, I highly doubt that Japan, traditional Japanese houses are just, just closets. So, so your, your perspective on this is that he knew the whole time and he was just allowing her to stay there. Because the story, no. The story no, I'm not is that she blaming. was, she was there for a year. Who is the victim? In this I'm story? saying that he's, he's bananas for not having checked, for not having opened the closet. He just hears, still don't he just hears crunching inside the closet. He's like, that's weird. I'm not even eating. <laughs> huh. Or I wonder if there's a woman with a mattress in there. <laughs> nah, probably <laughs> just the wind. Where did my mattress go? Could you imagine like sleeping and all of a sudden you're like, <laughs> and like you know who was you? She just, yeah. Cl- she just climbs in bed with you. And- Think about that. A year. You're hiding in someone's closet for a year. Think of all the things that you couldn't do. You couldn't sneeze. You couldn't cough. You couldn't, uh, you couldn't even like, you could barely fucking move. Imagine that lady's life in that closet when he was home, just laying flat <laughs> for a year. Or maybe he just has sensory issues. Maybe, maybe he has senses numbed. Isn't there like a movie where like these people sneak into a blind guy's house to like rob him or some shit? And then it turns yes. out that he's like not blind and he's like kidnapping ladies and shit. I don't know what the, the twist is, but yeah, I know that. So the twist is he was holding a girl who had went missing in the basement and like a, he had built like an apartment for her. That was the twist. See, that, that's, that's dumb. I find this story much more interesting. As Then you should watch the movie Parasite. It's awesome. 
Yeah, it's very similar to this, and it's got some twists that even I, that like you had that happen. And you're just like, oh, okay, it's a it's tight a butthole. crazy twist. Your your I've butthole's heard, tight the entire fucking time. Well, I've heard good things. I just haven't watched many movies lately. It's like it's like that in Uncut Gems, where the movies where I was just kind of like, all of this is easily avoidable, and every chance, every time you get a chance to do something to make this go away or make this work for you, you do the wrong thing. That's and like, just buttholes, just like making diamonds. To be fair, uh, I've, I get that way with a lot of movies where it's just the conflict is just the two protagonists not talking. Like, I always get upset about that. And it happens so often. We're like, what is it now? Where, like, like can you give me a like, I'm a slow like where the, the entire conflict is like, this could be resolved if these two people talked or, mm. like, or like said what they're thinking. Instead of like making an assumption about something. Oh, so you would like like, like a normal person would like you would just talk to that person. But you then would you don't hate have a movie. curb your enthusiasm. Hmm? Bum bum bum. You you would hate curb your enthusiasm. I mean, that's a, a lot of comedy is built like that. Fair, um, but where it's just uh, this this escalating tension built like based on misunderstandings and stuff like that, like builds awkward tension yeah can you give we me watched a- arrival last night have you seen that is that the one with amy adams yeah mm-hmm. and the aliens how did you feel about it i didn't give a fuck about the characters but um i thought what they did they didn't they didn't make you like them um but uh and nobody smiled the whole damn movie <laughs> but what they did with the aliens i thought was really cool Mm-hmm. Uh, I like how they communicated. I thought that was really unique, like patterns and stuff. And then, ha- like the uh, I don't want to give it away for Tristan, but the way the the new skill that she learns, mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty clever. I I'd I never thought, seen anything like that done. Before. Right, right. I thought it looked really cool. Mm. I, I like sci-fi that's like plotting like that. That's like slowly, the, the, not a lot is happening, but everything that's happening is moving things forward. Mm. Um, I, I liked that. Uh, I don't think I'd watch it again. I don't think or I- backwards. Or backwards. Yeah. I don't think I enjoyed it really, but I didn't hate it, right? Like I thought it was fine. Yeah. Um, I, my problem with that movie is that you can't get into the military with flat feet, but Forrest Whitaker's getting a general position with that eye. Maybe he moved through the ranks, Patrick. Maybe he wasn't always like that. Maybe he got his degree first and started as an officer. Yeah, or maybe he got eyes. some insoles. But his eyes all weird. The ghost dog. He's got Forrest Whitaker face. That's your t- that's your takeaway. That's the takeaway. Maybe he taped it up. You know, and nobody clear, noticed. He got clear tape and he pulled it up and no one ever <laughs> noticed. And then by the time he was like at the top, he was like, all right, I can finally be myself. I am excited to see what that guy does with Dune because it's the same director. They're making the Dune? Book. Yeah. Well, I read I th- the first Dune book a couple weeks ago. Did you like it? Well, I think Forrest Whitaker is a treasure and I won't have you besmirch his name. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Forrest Whitaker's fine. I read Dune. I liked it. It made me hard to talk to because it's all I wanted to talk to Emily about. 
every time she said something about like being scared, I was like, fear is the mind killer. Fear is the mind killer. Emily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever like, are you guys familiar with Dune at all? I've seen the movie. It's bad. I, I've got a buddy that loves the, the book series. I know it's a thing that where if you like it, you won't stop talking about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I finished no the first. Offense. No offense, dude. No, not taken. No, I get it, man. I finished the first book and I was like, I get it. I get why people who are into this are into this. And I'm, I'm one of them now. I'm reading the second one now. It's the first one's like 600 something pages. And the second one is 250. So it makes no fucking sense. So is it like the alien thing where it's the, the second book is just dunes? Is that multiple plural dune no it's called messiah of dune the like at what point does the series start getting finished by his son uh after the after i think the sixth book but his son starts doing all the stuff frank hubert's son really yeah yeah okay so there were six of them yeah there was six if my understanding is correctly there was there was six original books in that set and then there's like literally dozens of offshoots of like stuff expanding that universe and like his son called son of dune there i mean there i think there might be one called son of dune i know there's like children of dune that's another one i mean there's a it's it's a whole fucking thing um i really really liked it i could completely understand why someone would get about 50 pages in and be like fuck this because i was like that the first time i tried to read it i was like i don't care about any of this shit and then i guess it just caught me like on the right day and i was like oh fuck i i want this is my life now dune the melange. It's all about the spice melange, Tristan, and the Madib. The Harkonnens want their trade routes back. We can't have them going to Iraq. It's not like that. Not like this. The planet. Try st- I'd, I'd have you stop talking like an idiot, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so I, I got I got something in the mail. Can I can I read it to you guys? Yeah, okay. please. I gotta go get it. I Is wasn't it expecting to do this, but I think it'll be fun. So, is that paint on your knee? Yeah. These are my nice paint jeans. Doing a lot of reading on this show. That's the theme of this week. So, the other day, I went out to my mailbox because I'm expecting something. I was expecting this. That's a good thing they showed up. What's that? Is that, uh, is that a game? Yeah, Tristan, I got Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion board game uh i want to play the full gloomhaven but it's like 100 bucks and it's really hard to play by yourself so i got the version i could play by myself cool because i don't have any friends Um, that answered my second question what about your neighbor what about your two neighbors that you're friends with i'm not friends with my neighbors i'm not it's too much responsibility what if he starts fucking seizuring up i gotta call the cops i can't be doing that and what about the elvis Elvis impersonator Okay, look, Julian Campo, we haven't seen him lately. I'm trying to lay low from that. Emily told me I have to stop talking about him or it's going to happen. It's going to show up. Like, <laughs> like she thinks it's going to be like a Beetlejuice effect. <laughs> Lots of people have been asking me, have you talked to Julian? Where's Julian? And I'm like, guys, I'm not going to, it'll be, <clears throat> it has to be like universe stepping in and putting him in front of me. I'm not seeking this guy out. I can't because mm. I'm scared. <laughs> scared it's too, of what's, it's, it's scared what's in yourself yeah i'm scared that i'll like succumb and just like go over to his house and be like yeah i can't hang out tonight i'm hanging out with julian's he's showing me his fucking elvis robe like i can't do it like i can't because she knows how she knows that i'll be like start like inviting him out to hang out and shit 
He's, I want to see the robe. We're 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 going you, through his manuscripts me. today. <laughs> you and me both. Speaking of manuscripts, this showed up in my in, in my email. Not my email. Nope. That's this, weird. This, <laughs> these lines of paper came in the email. No, this showed up in my mailbox. Okay. Is it from Julian? No. Julian Campo? No, it's from Vicky Allen. Oh. I know Ooh. Vicky. Do you? Good. Fair enough show. So I got this, I got this in the mail. Okay. Dear neighbor. Hello, my name is Vicki Allen, and I want to share an encouraging message from the Bible with you. Many people would like to know the truth about these six important oh. Bible questions people often ask. Go ahead. Hold on, hold on, hold yep. on. Mm -hmm. Make mm -hmm. it clear to everybody else. Yep. Uh, this is this is loose leaf paper. This is yeah. physical, just lined paper. This was in an envelope addressed to me personally. My why does why do oh, they mentally ill people? Or why are mentally ill people drawn to you? Dude, this came from Harvest, Alabama, which is like 45 minutes from here. Somehow, she hand this, wrote that? She hand wrote this. Oh somehow, my, is she a fan? Somehow, this person <laughs> got my first, last name, and mailing address and sent this to me. Loosely, she wrote this. This is pin on paper. But you Kristen, don't know who right? she is. No fucking clue who this person is, dude. This is a mentally no ill woman, right? I don't know. Did you talk to Emily? Does she know who this person is? No. About either of those things, I didn't talk to her. What's <laughs> talk to her about it also? No, I, I, you should because she may, she may, if it's from Alabama too, like she may know who that that person is. But it's, it's his dear neighbor. She's his dear neighbor. The harvest is like thirty to forty minutes away from here. But she has your first and last name and my mailing address. Okay, so like why, like why don't you? I don't want Emily to be having some further. kind of weird affair. You so, yeah, so hiding move. it from her makes total sense. That's <laughs> you're right. Stupid me. No, no, no. You guys don't understand. Whoever wrote this went running into the streets. I don't know how I got this <laughs> running in the street with a bag of bloody leggings. Move, I don't know how I got this. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. All right. So she says, um, many people would like to know the truth about these six important Bible questions people often ask. Does God really care about us? Will war and suffering ever end? What happens to us when we die? Is there any hope for the dead? How can I pray and be heard by God? How can I find happiness in life? The enclosed track gives you a glimpse of the Bible's clear, truthful answers to the above questions. If you'd like more detailed information about these questions, I can send you the Bible handbook, What Does the Bible Really Teach? Referred to on the back of that track. Also, I can assist you with a free home Bible study. If you'd like this handbook or a free home Bible study, please feel free to get in touch with me at the address shown in this letter. The handbook is of no charge for you, and there's no obligation. Thank you very much for your time. Have a great day. Sincerely, Vicki Allen. So maybe like what? Go ahead with your questions. What the about these? Home, what about these home lessons? <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew it. Of course. Your friends don't care about your safety, Patrick. I don't know if you're picking up on Seriously. that. Seriously. This is, uh, you know, she's already got your address. She can give you a home visit anytime she wants. Yeah, man. The only thing that I can think of that this might be attached to is I've hired pet sitters before. I've hired pet, sit I've hired pet sitters through a service. And I'm wondering if one of the people that the service has sent over to feed my cats is this person. If it is, 
I would like to ask them, is this the same person who the first time they watched my cats drank all my coffee and ate all my turkey? That's really the first thing you want to ask? Mm-hmm. Because they ate, all closets? My, they ate all my turkey, but left the bread, drank all my coffee. Did you so check that your means, closets? That means they were bare handing turkey out of the bag and left you the mean, bag in the fridge. You mean turkey lunch meat, like not just hunks of turkey. Yeah, like turkey lunch meat. Yeah. Okay. Can you not hear me? This was hilarious. <laughs> I'm um this is gold. I'm just I'm beside myself with the shit I'm running into down here, man. I'm just amazed. I need you guys to move here so that we can so we like, can do these things together. You do this by myself. You, you are doing the same thing that I was just criticizing movies for doing, and it's very frustrating to me. <laughs> uh your whole reluctance to even tell emily about what's going on someone who could help you out with this or at least be able to help point police in the right direction when you go missing like like huh. she would at least have a lead or something instead and if i went missing it's the best thing for her instead the protagonist thinks oh no it's better to keep this from her so i don't want to arouse any suspicion My question is, why does this keep happening to me? Why no, no. in the last three weeks have I got this shit? You are ignoring my question and you're doing it on purpose because you don't have an answer for it. I don't have an answer for you. I haven't told Emily about it because I'm, a think, I'm afraid she's going to think I'm making it up. I would propose that this has something to do. I'm proposing a unification theory. This has something to do with Julian Campo. I know you think he doesn't have your address. I don't believe that. And so just... Consider it for a moment that it's possible that this is somehow connected. I may have misspoke. I've had this for a while. I've had this prior to Julian Campo. Still. I may have misspoke. This is before Julian Campo. This was like weeks before Julian Campo. I've just never thought to bring it up on the show, but then we were just reading shit and I was just kind of like, fine, fuck it. Let's talk never, about this. Never thought to bring it up. Look, man, you got the shit I got going on, going on. You got the COVID. You got the conspiracy shit with the Capitol. You got fucking work stuff. And then uh, you're out there hustling. Then you have from- random women from different city, from a different city. Yeah, dog. Who you never talk to. Never talk to my Send you wife. loose leaf paper about Jesus. No, about the Bible. Fuck you. Here's, here's, what, <laughs> here's what I'm upset about. Why, why would you need to send me a book called the Bible Handbook? What? Yes, that's what I was about to say. Uh, yeah, yeah. They already wrote a handbook. It's called the Bible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to, like, I don't want to call her. I don't want to email her. Like, what's the deal? I can't even email. Her. I can't call. Her. I have to send her another letter. So what I was wondering is if we should say we should maybe not this episode, but next episode, craft a letter to send to her without a return address. Did she leave a phone number? No, but she did. She did leave this. So. What I'd like to do mm-hmm. is I would like to start sending her letters at this address on loose leaf are, paper. On loose leaf paper that are just nonsense. Index, index cards. That would be even better. We write <gasps> index cards. Yeah. Send these to Vicky Allen. Just, just like fifteen nonsense. index cards. Or on top of a newspaper in crayon. <laughs> um so like they're not harassing, they're not mean, they're just the weirdest fucking letter she could ever expect to get. Or just have Julian write it. <laughs> as as much as I would be funny for her to give what if, a uh, an in-home 
Jesus lesson. I would not recommend that you do that. I would not. But I, I, I think that maybe a cease and desist would be better. Just really. <laughs> Or I, I, no, no, I'm I'm kidding. You shouldn't oh. say anything to her at all. Like this. Is, oh, not even like for funsies. Not even like a fake thing. Well, it's you just, shouldn't. It's mm. it's. But I know you're gonna. That, this, is, is this is a bit different than Julian Campo. She already has your address and your name. There's no way I'm the only person a person like this is sending that to. Because this is witnessing. Tristan, you're familiar with that. You're familiar with the concept. Yes. Does that make yeah. it any better that you're not the only one? Right. But if I'm not the only one she's sending them to, then she won't be able to pinpoint who is sending her those weird fucking letters. You see what I'm getting at? I do. Like if I wrote her one of those like family newsletters about a family that doesn't fucking exist, that was just kind of like, oh, the, the Thompsons had a great vacation down at the lake. Old Timmy's dick fell off. And like, no, I wouldn't say dick. We just have weird things like old Tommy got his toe stuck in a hole and he pooped his pants. <laughs> like, just like shit like that. And then like, she couldn't track down who was sending her these weird messages. And so then oh. she tries to take it out on everybody. Right. And so she sends out. it out to everybody. Like, I don't care about the Thompsons. I don't care about the toes in the hole. <laughs> Did you I hear was, Jugbert Cody died? Dude, why can't we fuck with her? I've already you said can. her name. Because, again, because she has your name and address. And I. All the more reason. Thank you. Uh, okay, go for it. Right, a so life you, in which you, might, you don't court danger is a life unlived. You might want to tell Emily before you start harassing this insane woman, though. I don't understand how sending her fake newsletters about a fake family is harassing her. You're She's not saying it. it's on lined paper. Yeah, man. I'm just happy he's on cursive so I can uh, fucking read it. It's college ruled. So uh, oh, she's no, obviously in no, college. This is not college ruled. This is wide ruled. Oh, so this then she obviously didn't graduate college. And if you check these edges right here, she obviously tore these out of a. Yes, exactly. It still has like the the tendered mm -hmm. edges. Yeah, that's that's someone I don't write to, Patrick. What draft? Do you I'm think not asking is? you to. I'll do it. Go for I'll it. Do it. I'll write to her. Do it. Can, so next week we're gonna write her a letter, Tristan. You no. yeah. <laughs> you I'm not. You, will you at least hang out while we do it? I'm not participating in this this uh will you this, at least this is a you are trying to do something here. Like this person's not well. Dude, no, this, Tristan, I don't think you I think you're see that's the thing is like I, I don't think you under and like this is just trying to word this so it's like a dickhead you need two hundred dollars to get a computer and christianity here is way different than you could imagine it being where you're where you're at or where you've ever been Tristan. what's it like what do you mean how many other it's this. Uh, letters it's this. have you gotten patrick from hmm? how many other handwritten written letters about jesus have you gotten today none, but today today six um none today but i can tell you that every time i've been in a room with new people someone asks where i go to church and tries to get me to go to theirs. That's not the same thing as sending you a handwritten letter. Right. This is this is part of a program at this church. I assure you, Tristan, this is something that church does as part of their witnessing program is they send letters out to people they don't who don't go to their church. How she got my address? No fucking clue. That makes sense. No clue. But like this is a thing that happens. Yeah, like part of an on, outreach program. Exactly. Tristan, you can go online and just buy people's data. For $300, you can get a computer and a printer. Like that's... 
right. this is weird. I don't like but if this. They're, but if they're doing this in church, they're probably writing it out to show that they care. Mm, no, you're just justifying this. I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> I love it. I think it's a bad idea. I think it's the best best not, idea I heard not, all day, Shorty. I, I don't. I don't think, and not for the same reason about Julian Camp. If this is a different flavor of weird, like I don't, I don't <laughs> like this. Well, I, I I understand, but when I'm asking, okay, this is this is not me being Patrick. This is me like genuinely like asking you a question. If I just send this person letters about fake family get-togethers, and they're nice, where who who's har- who's getting harmed? Where's the harm? I've, I've made my argument. <laughs> so if I wrote a whole fucking letter about how like some fucking Nick could help out with this, some like bullshit prairie home companion level thing, where I we just talk about to. a canoe trip or some shit. And again, before anyone accuses this, I'm not trying to steal from beach cops. Cause they do, they do fake Reddit things all the time. From who? Have, there's a podcast called beach cops where like their whole, like part of their whole thing, like once or twice a month is they'll get on Reddit and start this. They have this character called the what's up man of Reddit <laughs> where it starts out with like, what's up? It's me. The what's up man from Reddit from the what's up man. It just keeps going on and on and on. And then they just last week, they talked about how um, the guy posted about how he's been getting so big drinking pig milk. And it's just <laughs> a whole thing of this, just these, this fake, like essentially mad libs of this character they've created who goes into Reddit and posts stuff about what he's up to. So that's awesome. I'm not trying to steal that. I want to talk to this. I want to talk to Vicky directly. And I just want to send her newsletters about what my family's been up to and how old pop pops taking up wood carving. And we're all scared. Cause he's got the jitters. He's got the jitters. <laughs> pop pop got the shaky hands at a table. saw. we're all worried about him. <laughs> You don't want to talk to Vicky about pop pops jitters, Tristan. <laughs> for all for all intents and purposes, nothing foul would probably come of this. Nothing right. would probably no. happen. No. However, until in the thirteenth letter where the boys started to become a man, and we have to address his long showers. But it's still, I still, it gives me a bad feeling. Like I, it's kind of, <sighs> it's kind of like that, um, like transgressing in a horror movie like you know you're not supposed to do it and it seems like it's going to be fine but it's it's the thing that sets off this chain of events but i don't think it breaks the golden rule i don't think it's mean it's funnier than it is mean horror movies don't work like that well this isn't a horror movie this is a feel-good story about vicky allen who once a month gets letters from an anonymous member of the thompson family talking about their trips it's like you've never lived through 2020 it's not a horror movie yet (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ okay you have no survival instinct what are you talking about Oh, I don't. None at all. None at all. I don't. I don't. I don't no. Mm-mm. Sorry, misheard you. Yeah. yeah, I thought. I thought I heard. I thought you said like you. You have terrible survival instincts. Then I heard you say no, and I was like, yeah, I have none. I don't. I'm gonna lean in because my whole thing is like, what's the worst that could happen? A I wouldn't tri- do anything to put Emily in a danger. Tri- a tribe of Vickies make make a home visit to try to get the devils out of you. Oh, that could you're telling me that wouldn't be the best thing to happen in this fucking show of all time if I had a tribe of Vickies. A bunch of sticky Vickies show up. Try to give me the Bible handbook. I I, so so (laughs) they're gonna exercise your your demons. Yeah. We're gonna get the poison out of you, boy. Get the venom out that snake. I know. Um charm it right out of you. Far far be it for me to 
try to tell you what to do for sure. Our mouth and hands. But I'm just I'm laying it all out. Ask Emily's opinion is what I'll no. say. You should just get excellent point. Do it. Excellent point. Flip a coin. No, I don't. Man, I wonder why she. I wonder why she would be so negative about it. That's weird. She doesn't know Vicky. Pin pal to the strange woman. Not me. The Thompson family, Tristan. Oh, you're right. My bad. She won't be strange if you get to know her. What if this is living art? No, because no, no, because I'm not trying to do correspondence. I don't need her writing me back. This was more than enough. I thought that was going to be the fun part. Yeah, what's uh, what's the point if you don't know what she says about it? I want to know about Vicky's life. I mean, I get a P.O. box. Who she is, what she's up to. I can invite her over. Emily's not going to let me do that. Emily would rather be hanging out with Julian Campo than Why, why would she know? Let's, ke- let's keep on this train. Let's keep on this train oh, of thought, God. Patrick. Could you imagine she shows up and she's like, what's going on? I'm like, it's just a Bible study. It's just a Bible study. Let me explain. It's for the show. Here, I've got this note. I got this note. This is Vicky. Vicky, this is Emily. You know, Vicky from the Bible story, from the letter that I got. That's been on the fridge for a couple weeks. The letter that I never told you about. Hold on. So, so there was a letter. So there was a letter. Okay. The strange woman who's here for the Bible study wrote me a letter that I never told you about because I didn't think you. I didn't want you to think that I was cheating on you. But I could see how that would be weird now that I probably should have told you because now there's just this lady here for Bible study, and I keep telling you that she's just here to teach me about God. But it really looks like we're just sitting on the couch here ready to fuck. Vicky, I'm not trying to fuck you. Emily, I'm not trying to fuck Vicky. <laughs> Why don't yeah. we all just sit down and like I'm just standing up screaming? Yeah, you're right, Patrick. I, I'm just being an asshole in this situation. I never, I never said you're being an asshole. I'm just, you're my voice of reason, but with this one, I have to disagree. I'm gonna send them one letter, and I would like you to be there when I write it. Nick, I, will, you, Nick, I would like for you to help me. I will. I will. I <laughs> will promise that I will be there to write it and even help. If you tell Emily about it and ask her opinion. Absolutely. Fair. Done. 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 And I'll get in writing in a text message that says that I can, that we can do it. You're already talking about writing fake letters. Yeah. Like what? (laughs) Right. I'll just send her, I'll send her a message going, Hey, remember that, remember that letter I didn't tell you about? I'll try to pull that up. Remember I talked about that letter? I think think you're misunderstanding my point. Yes. Talking talking about sending fake letters to this other person. What's to stop you from sending a fake letter to me about what she said? I'll screen cap it. (laughs) I'll have Emily text you directly and be like, hey, Patrick told me about the letter. He's he's let him do his blood. Just let him get this out of his system. Let him give Vicky out of his system. It would be like parents talking to other parents about having the kid come over. He's like, he'd really like it if you helped him. He's probably not going to ask you because he's embarrassed, but he'd really like you to help him write this letter. So you'll help me do it if I tell Emily. Sure. One. One? It's going to be a long one. Yeah. I've got a lot of information to share. 500 word count. But maybe you should th- think about what you're doing to attract all these people. Dude, I don't fucking... I'm just getting out of bed. <laughs> and I'm just walking from the bed to here. That is kind of troubling. What well, is? It's just you're like a magnet for mental mentally ill people. Look, we've talked about it. My biggest fear is I myself have a mental deficiency and everyone's just being nice to me. 
maybe, maybe, maybe these people have like, maybe I give off a smell like that seizure dog and like they can smell me and go, he's like us. <laughs> and then they just start oh, telling me things. One of us. Oh my God, do people with autism have a smell that only people with autism can smell? And that's why we're all friends. Across county lines, no less. <laughs> smell like model trains. Yeah, can we talk about that? How's that going? Hmm? Do you decide on the, this has been a cliffhanger for me. I told him about that. She's like, I got to know about the people. Still haven't made a decision, but here's, this is the, the last, most recent one I built. It's not finished. Wait, are these kits or are you like printing them out and then building on the wood? Like, no, I'm just, I'm measuring them and I mean, I'm like designing it and then measuring and cutting it out. And oh, no shit. Yes. Oh, wow. That's awesome, man. I thought you were like getting these kits. No, it's just balsa wood. So you just cut it with an X Acto knife. It's not, it's not hard. My dad got me a wooden boat model. Um, I don't. It's That's been a cool. while since we talked, but it hasn't been that long. So I don't know why he sent me that. Like recently? Yeah, for Christmas. He sent me a wooden boat. And it's not even like a cool boat. It's just a fucking wooden rowboat. And then he sent me like a bunch of tools to like help build it. And I'm just like, dude. A rowboat? Uh, it's not even built? <laughs> what am I going to do with it? Even once I get it built, where am I going to put a small wooden rowboat? The why tub. would I put that up anywhere? The In tub. a small lake. In the tub. Use it as a phone stand for your tub. Oh, yeah, what if I tub. what if I build it and send it to Vicky and go, this is not unlike the boat that Jesus stepped out of to walk on the water. <laughs> well then I guess if you build it, she will come. Mm. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> so what else you guys got? We got like 20 minutes left. What do you guys want to do? Come on. What do you got? Oh, you we want to shoot. Did we talk about the about the terrorists? The no, we can. We can. Do you want to talk about I think, it? I think, uh, I think yeah, we I just, just talk about it. We left off on um, Ted, Ted Cruz's email. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Voicemails. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Voicemails. My bad. Voicemails. Uh, what we do you think res- about them killing that, killing the cop with the Blue Lives Matter flag? How fucking weird did, is that? Did he did he die? I knew yeah, that he yeah. that died, he from, died of fire, from a fire hydrant or a, a fire hydrant uh, fire extinguisher. So I didn't. I brought I didn't, on by complications with a flogging of a Blue Lives Matter flag. It's fucking Wait, so, insane. So let's hear the conspiracies, Patrick. You serious? Yeah, because I don't. I, I've I've been reading on the news Oof. about it a little bit, but just mainstream, mainstream media. Okay, so here's where here's where it gets. Okay, let me let me just preface this. I'm gonna preface this because I've had haven't had this discussion with people like on and offline and like in my real life, because people know that like I'm into conspiracy stuff. So people have just been like, "Oh, I bet you're a fucking pig and shit. I bet you love this." <laughs> and like what I've had to tell people, Your is friends kind of, are rude. I hate, I hate that turn the phrase yeah but i was just kind of like i was like look here's the deal i I just need i said this because like i need you guys to understand this about me you can be into conspiracy theory love it like i do and not believe 99 percent of it right yeah absolutely like irl fan fiction and then i told the person i was like just like you can be a devout christian go to sunday school every sunday go to church be an active member in your church and you can believe that god did not send that bear to kill those kids well, like just, you don't have to buy it all to believe some of it, right? Just, don't make fun of well, bald people. Just like you can believe that 
you can believe the insane conspiracies about vaccines, but also know that the world is round. Like absolutely, absolutely. Yep. There's there's no there's people. I, I need people to understand that before we start getting into this. Just because I'm going to say some shit doesn't mean I believe it. Nor do I believe 99% of all conspiracy theories. I just love it. I'd love to read about it. I love to me. It's a thought exercise. Why would somebody think this? That's why that's what that's the approach I've always taken with it. Um, Cause I think taking it in as like a way to like gain knowledge is, is troublesome and can be very damaging because you're going in with a high sense of confirmation bias so that everything you read, you're just going to either throw it out cause it doesn't fit your mindset going in, or you're going to alter what's coming in and only pick apart the parts that fit into your shit. Well, that's why this is allowed to be as insane as it is right, right, right now right. is because right. it's been five years of, of QAnon into this, like, right. So there's the there's the threshold for wanting to d- dismiss anything and excuse everything to shape right. that narrative is so strong right now. Right. And that's that's why like what's what's interesting to me Nick and, and to kind of get to your question is the stuff like so when this was all happening I was I was watching as much footage as I could before it started to like show up in other places meaning I was trying to watch as many live newscasts as I could. Mm-hmm of what was going on because when you start seeing stuff show up on YouTube and people are posting things and I have to take the point of view of like, this has been edited or cut in a way to show whatever this person is trying to get you to think, right? That's how they shape it. Um, so when this was all going on, I spent like the first three days, like trying to find as much like stuff from live news that had happened, like all these videos of like things as they were happening, not secondhand, not on people's like Facebook posts, that kind of shit. Um, and I had a discussion with, uh, I won't, I won't name him on here cause I don't know the, anything, but we have an ex CIA person who listens to the show. Um, I'll tell you who it is after the show. It, it, it'll surprise you, but you've heard his name before. Um, <clears throat> and I've started shooting a shit with him about like, Hey man, just general questions about how police were set up during all of this. Just general questions about like, as someone who might have an insight into this, why did it look like this today? But any other time I've ever seen it, it looks drastically different. Um, so to get to your question, Nick, what I was asking, my, my first, I guess, conspiracy stuff is when this all started happening, I was under the impression, and a lot of these things have been validated, that there was no way, shape, or form that this wasn't, to an extent, premeditated. And the people who, the people who made it in and actually were in there, at least some of them, had some kind of help from the inside. Now that is what I was thinking from the very fucking beginning, just because of the way they were, the way they were getting entry into the buildings, the parts of the building they were getting entry into and just how people just seem to, well, that's, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily know if I buy into that they got into tunnels. I think that was just things they were throwing out there because I, Hold on. I'll be right back. I, I got to pee really bad. Okay. Go ahead, Justin. You're getting ready to say something. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that, um, <clears throat> I mean, this was, a developing story absolutely <clears throat> absolutely but but the, there was a there was a lawmaker who was convinced enough to make a public statement and start an inquiry into it about how she had observed republican mm-hmm. lawmakers taking these people on tours the day before right so and if she if she feels strongly enough to actually just say like that that's and that's the thing is like, I, I actually, I, I embarrass myself because I usually vet things pretty well. Like I posted on Twitter, like something that was a picture of one of the lawmakers um, under question of having people, one of the people in questions, the Republican, one of the uh, 
one of the officials or whatever who people are like suspecting knew what had an inside track on this and was like being in, like, treating this as like an informant position mm-hmm. um with her with people who uh looked like people who were there holding up white supremacy signs wearing white supremacist t-shirts and <clears throat> i posted that and then someone came back and was like hey heads up that picture's from 2019 but those but and then they like explained to me i was like okay cool my bad and i didn't take the picture down i, I, I approached like hey I should have vetted this better. Thank you for the heads up on that. Um, so like, this yeah, is, but it was from 2019, but the this point happened in 2020. Exactly. 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 Valid. Exactly. Um, the point is valid. Um, so like to get to what you were saying, Nick is, is a lot of stuff is coming out and they're saying like, Oh, they got access to the tunnels and all this other kind of shit. When that stuff starts getting, when the, when the, when the detail pile on starts happening in the moment, I have a hard time like necessarily taking everything that's being said as fact. You know what I mean? I, I'm a little, I'm suspect of all the information that's coming out during this. Um, but I mean, the, the conspiracy stuff that I had has, has they've actually like, <clears throat> if you look at it, it doesn't make sense that they were able to get in at all. It doesn't make sense that um, certain parts of that building were not being, didn't have security where they normally do. A lot of that, because I was talking to other people about this who are familiar with it. Because um, like I said, we have listeners at CIA, but I also have friends in the military and people who have like served as like security in those buildings. And they have told me that uh, when they started seeing footage of people walking around that there is no way on a normal day that place is not swarmed with people. Um, even during the COVID break, even during the breakdown of them like not letting people in because of the COVID breakout, um, I'm sorry, even when there's been like a lockdown in the building because of COVID, they were just kind of like, no, the security stays. You don't get rid of security because you're not letting people in. You just, the security stays the same because then they're just even more available to assist if something were to go down. And they were just explaining to me that like, it just looked like a day where half the people had the day off. Like, Mm. so my thought, Nick, if you're asking like what I think happened, and this is just, again, speculative, just throwing it out there. I think this was a planned thing. Maybe not by all the, not maybe not by the armed police or guards or anybody on the ground. I think that someone who had the ability to tell people where to go got, was, got, uh, was told how to approach this. Oh, the president. I'm not, I can't, I'm not, I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm just saying that like someone who's in charge of assigning where people should be on a normal day of security when there's a march going on, uh, was very selective about who went where and then just kind of started telling people to stand down because there's video of mm-hmm. guards opening up mm-hmm. one of the side entryways and people just walking in. Now what's suspect of that photo to me, that video to me is when the camera turns, there's already a bunch of people behind him. So I'm just kind of like, okay, so was there a breach and there were already people back there. So they just kind of like, okay, let's let these people in too. You know what I mean? Like a lot of what I'm seeing, it just, it doesn't really like, it doesn't do much to quell what I think, but it also doesn't like. Yeah. That's the thing. Like there's, there's not necessarily a coherent uh, through line for the whole thing, Mm -mm. but there in itself is very suspect to me is that it just looks like scattershot. Right. But but yeah, but there's, there's a myriad of individual snapshots and Mm -hmm. pieces of information on their own and taken as a whole in the context of time 
and right. what things had preceded this. Right. It all kind of, to me, it all points in one direction. Really. Absolutely. Where I'm getting frustrated. Like, like the, the amount of mental gymnastics you have to do to make this out to be something entirely else is astronomical. Right, right. Like people. You have to have it, a complete lack of cognitive. You have to have a complete lack of cognitive skills and higher and higher thinking skills to not assume to not look at this and kind of go, this went too well for someone in charge not to have been like, just hit this out. So like one of the most insane things, like if pe- people saying that it's uh, Antifa or Let's fucking get the fuck out of here with that shit. It, it's insane. It makes no sense on any level for that. So shitty. What. What I've been getting, I've been having like people get mad at me about it is I've I've been I, I'm not going to jump into the the assumptive the the assumptions that people are having like when you see the dickheads running around with the zip ties on their shit right. People, what was that? There's people running. There were there were photos and and a video of like guys running around with like flak vests, like bulletproof vest, and like zip tie handcuffs that like cops wear during riots. Yeah. That they had on their person and people are going and saying they were going to take hostages. First off. Let's let's slow it down a little bit. You can't just assume that because those dudes have that shit on their person anytime they get in their fucking cosplay and go out and behave in a certain way. They said so they wanted to though. <clears throat> some did, right? Some did, right? Yeah, some, some did. Some did. But here's and- the thing. Here's the thing. Where where you, you we don't know that they're actually saying that. See, that's where I start getting like frustrated with this kind of stuff is like you're saying it could be just like big it, talk it could just be big talk but i'm saying big talk from uh, i don't want to sound crazy but, person but like i i wouldn't put past okay so remember when 9-11 happened and we were all gung i'm sorry remind remember, me uh, when 9-11 it? happened everybody for about six months didn't want to think that osama bin laden did this even though he said he did they wanted to put it on on iraq and hussein they wanted to put it on saddam hussein so I, I, Emily won't talk about this because she gets mad at me. I, I don't trust that the media, in a way, isn't trying to instill a different story, than necess- a different narrative than necessarily what happened. And I told Emily, I was just kind of like, and I, and I take it and I had to give her examples because she doesn't understand. She's new. This sounds really bad. She's new to this. She doesn't think about things like I do, but when something like this, she sees it unfold. I'm kind of like, no, this is why people think these things happen the way they do. Um, I told her, I was like, the entire day, this entire week, the news could, could word and could show everything that's happening in a different way, but they're not. They're showing it in a way to scare you, to make you scared of what could happen on inauguration day. Instead of talking about, hey, we're beefing up security, we're putting up protocols, we're doing this other kind of stuff, oh, those extra soldiers, we're doing this stuff to make sure everybody's safe. They could say it like that and people would be feel better about this, but they're not. What they're doing is they're showing video of dudes checking artillery, checking out machine guns out of the backs of trucks with the fucking Capitol in the background. They keep showing video of uh, uh, soldiers sleeping on the floors of the Capitol and saying stuff like beefed up security measures as tensions rise. And I'm kind of like, you don't have to word it like that. Like when you word it like that, you're fueling people to be scared of what could happen. Instead well, that, I mean, of doing your job as the media to be like, hey, you know what? They're they're doing their job. They're working on this. We're gonna make sure this is good. We're gonna make sure this goes safely. So so there there are two points that that are true. One, most most media outside of Fox News and all these other uh, batshit crazy sources. Um, are of the mind that, that Trump needs to go. And all the narrative around that 
is going to be to paint him in the worst light possible. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. That being said, they're not all bad points. No. And um, it is extremely newsworthy that essentially now how it happened and how it actually got to that point is is irrelevant to my my point mm. is that it happened and it, the the capital was sieged like right. yeah it, they they lost control of the capital building and mm -hmm. that hasn't happened in 200 years right so like it may i there, there is a lot of fear mongering with that but it is most americans don't assume that the capital is going to be sieged by a right. bunch of assholes right like, right no i'm with you i'm with you and i don't and but I also understand the, the, the need to have a 24 hour news cycle, which I think is extremely detrimental. Yeah. Here's a question that I wanted to throw at you guys. Cause you guys are both smarter than me. So, so Nick to answer, I guess a real long way to answer that question, the conspiratorial stuff, it's really weird this time because everything that I looked at and went, that doesn't look right. Like people are getting held accountable. Like cops are getting like investigated. People are getting sent, people are getting put on leave. Other other people are throwing people under the fucking bus of being like, yeah, man, that homeboy had a like. There was a tour last week, and there should have been a tour. I know the head resigned. The head, yeah, of the and like that guy resigned. So I mean, like, there's all this kind of shit going on. Like all the things that I suspected. There's been like the the old things like where there's smoke, there's fire. But like at this point, it's like there's smoke, and then there's fire, and there's everyone's pointing at it, going like, hey, this this is everybody see this? We all saw the same thing, right? So this one's one of those where like there's just so much footage showing what's going on that like everybody's just kind of like the people of guess the conspiratorial world um, are all just kind of agreeing of like, yeah, there's no way that somebody or group of people didn't know this was going to happen and like, just let it happen. And it got out of control and they I mean, didn't know what to do to fix it. And I don't think that there's a better example of of evidence towards that assumption than the call being put in requesting national guard support and it being denied initially yeah for four hours they called six times over four hours and it got denied every single time and trump wouldn't answer his phone yeah well yeah. he was too he was too busy watching it happen on tv like there's right. been reports about him him being set up yeah. and watching it happen but let me go ahead and throw this out there. That video of him in a white tent watching it, that's not, because people have been throwing that at me all week of like, look at them, they're dancing. I was like, no, that the picture of them in the white tent was video taken before Trump took the stage at the, the, the thing before all that happened. That was not, they're not in a bunker. If you think the White House bunker is a tent, you're crazy. Like there's like, no, <laughs> no, no, my, my point, when I, cause I, no, no, I know too. My point wasn't that it was happening like right then. That was the same day though. I'm right. Sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. But the whole point is not that they were expecting it to get violent. Cause that was absolutely before it got violent. Oh, for sure. But the, that group of people, especially in that room had whipped everybody up into oh, a frenzy. Fucking yeah. And then they're just having a party and watching the fruits of their labor. That's what I was upset about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But here's my question to you guys, because you guys are smart and you guys are psychological guys. And I've brought it and I've I've talked about this before with my therapist, and he didn't really she didn't really have an answer. So I want to throw it at you dudes. Um, we we talked about this briefly before. Like our brains are not wired to take in the amount of information that we take in every day. I don't think that. And I think that with social media and everything, it's becoming more and more apparent that like our brains are getting repro it's 
neuroplasticity, is that the word neuroplasticity, Nick? Is that what I'm, get, is that what I'm leaning to? <clears throat> Do you think that we're finally starting to see the results of people taking in too much information and our brains not being able to process it and analyze it properly? Do you think that this is a symptom of that or like proof that that's a thing that we're going to have to figure out how to adjust and take into consideration? I think it's a symptom of the internet. I think, I think having access to this many people, this many people's opinions, not really seeing the immediate consequences of having kind of crazy opinions. And, and, you know, I know it's an overused word, but, but the way that things are, kind of designed so that you're in an echo chamber and, and you're, you're their design or maybe not designed, but often end up in people becoming radicalized. Right, I think right. we're, I think we're in the adolescent stages of the internet and people just haven't learned how to be responsible with it yet. Well, also there's been a good solid 20 plus years of uh, Congress doing nothing to like get ahead of the curve on right what is what's happening with the internet and right it's i don't know what the answer is because it's fucking complicated i was but, talking mainly about it. i was like it's like the new gun law it got so bonkers that any kind of a correction comes across as a is going to be interpreted as an infringement well that's just that that's just because what the narrative is now that, that that's just what the state of political discourse is now right. everything is an infringement or uh or socialist like well, well, no, I was thinking about that more along the lines of like, so we got guns and when the gun law was written that you could have a gun, we didn't have guns that could shoot a hundred rounds in 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. And since that came about in the evolution of artillery and ammunition, we've never fixed that rule because people have always clinged to, but I can have a gun. It's like, right, but maybe you don't need that kind of gun and it's just never gotten fixed. So I'm wondering if like policing the internet for lack of a better word, is that the new gun law? Is that the new Second Amendment? Well, I mean, do you understand what I'm asking? You're, you're, hearing, you're hearing conversations about that right now with uh, about the First Amendment because right. of kicking Trump off Twitter and and banning a bunch of conservatives, uh, not because they're conservative, mind you, but because right. they're fucking insane and just <laughs> either uh, they're they're breaching the terms and conditions of. Of the, the, a, a private organization they they choose to participate in right now there is a conversation to be had about how much control big tech has over what we do and what we see shaping narratives and controlling right. the flow of information there's a lot of content there to, to, right. to dissect again because there's been 20 plus years of, of people not getting ahead of this shit so well, trump met with facebook amazon and google over the summer and was just kind of like hey we're gonna start regulating you and they all went fuck you we dare you to try like every time those big companies meet with the government they're just like fuck off i have i could buy you i could i could literally buy you and I think that's part of the reason why those cults never go anywhere is because oh, absolutely. they allow themselves to be in the position where that's true. Mm -hmm. So as opposed to saying, nah, they, <laughs> they allow themselves to, because they like that money. Yeah. They like that sweet, sweet dollars. So, so Nick, you were, you were, you're, you touched on it earlier about the, like the internet being its adolescent phase. Like, what do you think? Because we've talked about the the 
socio-political inertia, right? Where like, if something's moving so fast in one direction, like any, even like, even something that's like a small speed bump is going to get, is going to feel like a giant wall because you're going so fast the opposite direction. Like, what do you think is like, what, where do we, I mean, I don't want to say like the blanket, like, where do we go from here? But like you, as someone who doesn't really participate in any of this stuff, like. I have no idea. I mean, it's completely unprecedented. As far as I, I'm sure there's something similar that's happened with with like media and communication yeah world war ii was called no propaganda and they're dropping pamphlets from planes like that's what it was like that's the last mm-hmm. time we had something like this is the the people buying tv ads on companies that are on TV, uh, countries they were going to war with and dropping pamphlets like the the only solutions that i am able to think of are not popular and I'm not even a fan of it myself because the question is the question eventually becomes who watches the watchman and it is there needs to be one we need to actually get some we need to actually break up a lot of these companies because they are so fucking massive to, to where Amazon can like have have some sort of interplay into almost every aspect of somebody amazon controls what they're buying what you're seeing what you're hearing um and plus i think not not even to mention all the companies that they own that do other things but but i think approach sorry tristan sorry go ahead no i was just saying that i think the one approach that's i that i don't know how to fix is there just needs to be more controls on on the internet there needs to be there needs to be more regulation in the internet um, and I know that really is, sucks, and I don't know what the answer is as to who controls that. I think that at the very least, there need to be some. If there if there already isn't, if there already aren't um, groups of citizens demanding that these companies put in place some kind of you know s- system of ethics that is a little more ethical than than currently exist um because the way that they're going about it right now is uh, it's dangerous well you're up to the like it's that whole like let them police themselves right like if you see something stupid or horrible you can just like report it i do it anytime i see anything to do with aerosmith i report it that's not a joke anytime anything aerosmith pops in my timeline on anything i'm on i i report it <laughs> as, as misleading so, but like Nick, to what you're talking about, like people can report things and then it's up to an algorithm that runs through your complaint that does, and then checks out what you looked at and says, and sees if that, that post or post similar to it contain the same amount of, can contain the same types of data that would, that other people have flagged as inappropriate. And then that just, that determines, there's no humans going in and doing that. Like it's there are at unless... Unless something gets contested, though. I listened to an interview with one of the people. Oh, really? Okay, so I I, I misspoke things. I know on Instagram and Twitter, it's an algorithm. But no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a, a you, you, just like, uh, what was the Paris Climate Accord, or, mm-hmm. right? I, I'm talking about people, you know, a group of people like the, um, what is it, Lions Club, um, get together and they say, hey, guys, we demand that you develop a code of ethics and stick to it. And, you know, people from our, maybe you have to get audited by some organization on some regular basis, you know, or, or our group is going to be a pain in the ass for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
we demand that they meet and they say, okay, this is acceptable. This is unacceptable. And then there's some form of audit where that gets enforced. See, I'm with you, Nick. And I, and I kind of, I'm leaning with Tristan as well. Like I under, I'm at the point now with this shit where I'm just kind of like, no, you, you got, you got your chance to run a muck on this. And now we're going to start slapping hands and sorry, but you've ruined it for everyone. Like that's kind of where I'm at with this. And I think it's just because I don't use the internet for anything like anything like diabolical or shitty to where if like, if you know what I mean? Like, I understand what you're talking about Tristan, like the, who watches the watchman, right. Of like who gets to decide what is and isn't appropriate, mm-hmm. but it's almost at the point where like, I don't want to say like I'd sacrifice my freedom, but like I would, cause it's not freedom, right. It's just, you're using that platform, right? Like it's just, I would, I would forego using a platform if it meant that that platform ceased to exist. If it meant that like this kind of shit didn't happen, fucking get rid of it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. blow it up, get rid of fucking Twitter and Instagram. I'm fine with that. Oh, I mean, although there are, you know, that's my initial reaction to a lot of these complaints too. There is a lot of interesting points to be made about that, about the public forum and how things have evolved over time with technology. Like, we have come to rely on certain forms of services, maybe not specific companies, but but types of uh, of pro, uh, services, like being able to reach out through Facebook or some other social media platform mm-hmm. or shop online or whatever. Um, and, you know, it's... I'm I'm initially not inclined to agree with people talking about First Amendment issues because most of the people who are complaining about that are just trying to find reasons to allow them to spout hate speech and yeah. stuff like right like things that are clearly like it's against the terms and conditions. Yeah. Um, it's also yeah. against the, what's that old saying of like your right stop or mine start. So like you can sit on your yard and yell the n word all the time, but if I start to hear it, I can tell you to stop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can do that, but like you shouldn't and you should have repercussions to doing it. And I just, they're think, also like, private companies. So that, I mean, that's, that's right. That comes down to the whole fucking, just how ignorant these motherfuckers are. Just kind of like, did you not read the terms and conditions? Because you know, the terms condition on LinkedIn say they can use your photos in their ads. Right. Because right. that's a thing. And and there's a lot of, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of conversation to be had about, should they, should they be allowed to do that? You no. should. And exactly, they shouldn't. These people, these companies need to be reined in. Right. But, and this is going to sound very commie of me, but. Better dead than red. At the, at the end of the day, I, I don't, I think it's kind of unavoidable that the reason why we are the way we are is just completely unregulated capitalism gone off the fucking rails because all, all these people and all these watchdogs and, any other thing that we put in place can just be bought or yeah. swapped out. Like you just, you've seen over the past four years, all these people in these uh, watchdog organizations or these other uh, like uh, inspector generals or whatever, just get swapped out over, over time and put yeah. in uh, like put lackeys in their place mm-hmm. because it's advantageous for them to do so. There's no disadvantage for them to do that. It's it incentivizes that behavior. And I just, I don't know of a good way around it um, within the current system that we operate yeah. out of. And that's, that's kind of where I'm at. It's like, I'm just so frustrated with it. That I'm just kind of like, yeah, the only real thing I think of uh, to solve this is if you just got rid of Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, um, this movement would have to go back to uh, the Stormfront message board. 
and their servers would crash because of all the people trying to get on there and then we don't have to worry about it sending handwritten letters yeah you know what i mean it'd be back to like the i hate to say this but like uh, i was talking to emily i told her i was like yeah the the internet like facebook and those message boards have become the new gun show you used to go to a gun show and pick up crazy literature. Like that's how Timothy McVeigh got radicalized. Like used to go to those places or like, you know, the, the VFW hall and hear the one weirdo dude, like saying shit, like that's how all this stuff started. I mean, fuck Hitler started in the fucking bars of Germany. Like that's where this stuff like picks up steam, but now people find it and it's easier for them to find all of it. Right. Where you used to get like radicalized over time where you'd be like, oh, I read this book. Then I went in this mail order and got this other book and I had to read it and I had to like figure it out. And like you had like, that's what it took. Now it's just kind of like, uh, click this link and you click that link. And then it, here's another link. Then here's another link. Then here's a fucking video. And here's a YouTube video of some dude talking about like guns and like how the, the how they stole the fucking election. Like it's, it's just like, I'm, I'm kind of at the point now I'm like, let's get rid of all of it. Let's get rid of fucking all of it. Blow and, it the fuck up, and I'll just call you guys once a week. We can do this for funsies, like. And that kind of hints on on the dangers of um, hiding behind edgy humor and and memes and stuff. Oh yeah, that's how a lot of that. Like that's how you get, you know, babies' first taste of fascism and stuff is <laughs> like through like funny pictures, like haha. But like, there's a lot of subtext there, and you just keep over time exposure. You just kind of move up the chain of starting to adopt some of those extreme beliefs. I had a conversation with a buddy of mine who got real mad that his daughter was watching Dora the Explorer because he was like, she doesn't even speak English yet and we're going to teach her Spanish. And I was just kind of like, what are you fucking talking about, man? What are you fucking talking about? He goes, you know, they keep using Spanish words and shit on that show. And I'm just kind of like, so fucking what? If your kid learns the other language that we speak in this country, you gotta be fucking kidding me. He goes, he goes, no. And I was like, look, man, you can't have that attitude because that's fucking contagious. Hey, I'm sorry. I got to get off of here. No worries. I got to wrap it up. Tristan, you got like five but, more minutes? Can you give me five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys need to finish this conversation. Sweet. All right. Talk to Bye. you later. Bye. Yeah, because I've been having these like really, because like, it's really rough with Emily because like she doesn't want to hear the fucking because I, I always come across as like the old it's all broken you can't do anything everybody's bought and sold argument but i'm just kind of like it's it's not speculative like that is the truth these guys are they mm -hmm. go like you go in and you're 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 working on behalf of these people but these people are the people who donate to getting you reelected they donate mm -hmm. money to all this other kind of stuff so you may not necessarily think that a certain percentage of the money should go to uh, building trains or repairing train tracks so a company can import their goods into your state. You may think that money needs to go to the school, but the school's not putting any money towards your pack or to your donor mm -hmm. program, but the trains are. So I guess the kids aren't getting new books. And I told her, I was like, if it can work on a micro scale of that within, a commun within an insular community in a town, then just imagine how the same process can be applied to a dude who's making decisions that affect what you do every day. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, that's, you know, and you can go in fresh face and, and um, you know, with I ideals and stuff, but you get, you get fed through the meat grinder until you just kind of lose that. And because like, you know, um, the house 
have two-year terms and they they've talked about this a whole bunch like there's been all these reports and stuff about how much time uh, a member like a, a person in congress actually does their job and yeah. how much time they have to spend trying to get money for re-election mm-hmm. and their terms are uh, in the house is two years and so a majority of their time is spent trying to get money but to get reelected to do yeah. the job that they're not doing because they're trying to get money but like I don't know if they have as big of a problem with that specifically in the Senate because they're termed for six years, but like, it, you know, it's just, it's insane to me. It's, but it's designed, it's working as intended. It, it's, you know, designed this way. Yeah. And they don't change it because. I've been throwing this at Emily. Anytime she says something crazy about the news, I'm going like, yeah, but who benefits? That's what else matters. Who benefits? Who benefits from this? Like, oh, they, I was like, she's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, the Capitol stuff, right? They've lost control of the House, the Senate, and the presidency. Who benefits from this? People who've been screaming it was stolen, which is still a large portion of those people. Which is why, because I didn't defend my thesis before, which is why it makes no sense for Antifa to have been there at all, because it is, it is, it gives them zero advantage to be there. It Absolutely. And that's, actually, that's exactly what I told him. I was like, I was like, it's not Antifa. What's the fucking benefit of them? What, what, what do they get? I was like, what do, what do they possibly benefit from going in and storming shit? One guy in Antifa gets busted out there, then it ruins it for everybody. I was like, the thing about the, the right wing movements and the left wing movements and the socialist movements, whatever, it's like everyone but the right wing movements are, don't take this the wrong way, someone out there, if, you're, if you lean Republican, are usually more informed and well thought out in their actions. You only need to look at the events that happened over the summer where people were able to recognize when a protest needed to be. Uh, they, the protest kind of policed themselves until the cops showed up, where if somebody got there and got out of hand, you would see videos of people like, yo, that is not what we're, you can't do, it's not what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Or if people started flipping cars, setting them on fire, the people who were there for the actual protest would fucking leave. They would leave. They would leave. Actual protests uh, that were there for per, for per protesting, like had, uh, they would tend to have like first aid centers and like hand out water and stuff, mm-hmm. like trying to make sure everyone's okay, helping yeah. people who were hurt. But um, yeah, it's just, and, and also no one who's affiliated with, uh, like no one who is like marching and trying to do a counter protest at, with Antifa or whatever, no one's going to say no one. Antifa is not going to have flyers. They're not going to have. They're not going to have somebody claiming to be a member of Antifa or a spokesperson for Antifa because that's not how it works. No. So it's just insane. It's just this that. Maybe maybe the the word I'm looking for here is like there's such a disconnect or a disregard of self awareness right now that I just cannot wrap my fucking head around. I just don't fucking understand. I don't understand how someone can be so detached and so disconnected. And it goes back to like the Trump thing is like that is a New York businessman who has made a career off selling people bullshit. And getting by just enough to find another way to sell somebody else bullshit before they got called on their bullshit. And you fucking think that he's just like you or that he cares about you at all. What about anything he's ever done 
doesn't he look like every person that every lawyer or every person you've thought was like out to get you? He looked like, I don't understand. I don't understand it. I can't wrap my head around it. Uh, there's a, there's a comedian. I wish that you all uh, listen to Cody Johnson. He used to, I think I, I mentioned him before on here, but um, right now for, former, former cracked, um, cracked personality did, did videos for them. But uh, he does a program called Some More News um, on YouTube. And it's just, you know, it's satire and, and kind of like the whole, but it's, it's like left, left, leftist satire about current events. But he did a whole uh, hour and a half Christmas special thing about all of this. And it, it, was, it was really funny. But the point is that he was trying to watch movies to take his mind off of everything that was happening, but everything that he was watching was, there were parallels to Donald Trump and like right. movies where the, like the producers had envisioned this, uh, this uh, archetype of greed and uh, maleficence. And they based it on Trump before the, you know, before he was ever a political figure. And it's just like, Guys, we we used to know collectively as yeah. a as a culture that Donald Trump was just an asshole. We all we all knew this and we accepted it. My my favorite thing that came out of the the the, the tweet storm that happened last week, all this kind of stuff, because that was where I was finding that's where I was paying attention to stuff. I mean, because that was where like I hate to be the guy who lives on Twitter, but like that's where like shit was just hitting the fucking fan, and I was just kind of like, all right, if I'm going to be informed, I got this. Is the, if I'm going to hear about breaking news shit, right, this is where it's going to be today. And the best one I saw was this guy posted that people storm a bunch of people stormed the Capitol to defend the guy who fired Tom Green from Celebrity Apprentice, and I'm just kind of like, oh my god, fuck, mm. like, eh. oh how far we've fallen. So you said Cody Johnson. I've got them pulled up on YouTube. I'm going to watch some of these. Oh, you, you see it? Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, it. it's some more news. I I think it's hilarious, but um, again, I'm I'm pretty. I'd say I'm pretty pretty far left, but yeah, I um, want people to understand that. I don't. I want to. I want to stress that is like I. I at this point, because me and Tristan have had this discussion before. Is is after everything that's going on, I, I don't want to speak for you, Tristan, but I'm just kind of like, I used to think that you could support Trump and not be and not be like a racist or like a homophobe or like a xenophobe or just a bad. I used to think you could, you could side with Trump and not be a terrible person. But at this point, I'm just kind of like you, you, there's no mind gymnastics, no way you can word it to me as like, if you still support Donald Trump, you were supporting a racist agenda and you were supporting fascism. There's no way around it. I can't, yeah. there's no mental, there's no, you will, you're, you will pass out and trip over your own backpedaling if you try to convince me otherwise, because it's, it's all out there. What everyone, and just, if you'll hear me out for this one, what was making me so fucking mad the day that all this was happening and the days afterward is all the news channels that were saying like, they're saying like, we could have never expected to be like this. No one ever saw it getting like this. And I'm just kind of like, you motherfuckers have spent four years talking about how it was going to be like this and how this is what could happen. And then when it did happen, instead of taking the road, and you know, I mean, maybe you don't want to come across as like hoity-toity, we told you so, but like 
I mean, MSNBC, CNN, uh, NBC News, this, all the stuff I could see, they would all say stuff like, we never, we, no one would have ever expected this. And I'm kind of like, you, you fucking, the day before you were saying, people need to watch out about this meet, about this thing happening. This is what could happen. Like, what do you, like, you, I could go on and on about how the media has completely shit the bed and done a horrible job of doing, of covering this. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's a liberalism just trying to like, play both sides hear hear everyone out and like listen to like putting and that's what the media has been especially guilty of is putting up these false equivalences of debating two sides of an issue where both sides are not equal and both sides are not valid but they present them on equal footing so look, to let people make their own decision about things. But some people need to be told yeah, so, and that's, that this is not right. This is wrong. What I think is very interesting right now, Tristan, if I would take a screen cap of this, just like our faces right now, the way we look, and just post a question of what side do you think they're on? <laughs> 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 and like, that's what sucks, man, is like, we, we I mean, not we, and I don't want to, again, I don't want to speak for you, but like, I look like the bad guy. And like, mm-hmm. it drives me up the fucking wall yeah it's it's just strange times but yeah it's been there's been even though the the, there is a an agenda on like every every outlet's got their agenda but um it is and it usually is calling out trump stuff Mm -hmm. but they trip over their own dick on everything else by failing to hold people accountable Mm-hmm. And when they actually have these people on the line or have the ability to to talk to these people that are doing these things that they're calling out, they don't actually hold them accountable. They actually let them just, they let them talk. That Tapper dude, uh, a CNN speaking guy, Emily likes him. And I, I told her, I was like, he doesn't interview people. He gives people, he asks people questions and he asks people questions but he's leading them every it's a leading question everything he asks somebody is a leading question like he knows he he's good at what he does but everything he asks is a leading question his the answer he wants is within the question and it's either up to you to confirm what he said or deny what he said and then he gets to argue with you with an answer that he already has ready to go because he wrote the question that way i mean cnn has people like rick santorum and uh, up until recently, or maybe he, maybe they brought him back. Uh, he covered the election. J- Jason, somebody or another, who like is a is a member of um, I think Trump's re-election campaign that, that literally like drugged a woman into like like having a miscarriage because he's married and he didn't want to have a kid with this other person. There's plenty of photos of Van Jones sitting in the fucking White House with the Trumps, all of them. So mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here with that shit. And it's like, <clears throat> don't have these people on. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe don't explore that. See, um, that's and that's Emily's always like, well, the, the you know, because that's who I talk to, so I keep bringing her up. But she's like, well, it's important to have people on. I was like, no, it's not. Not everyone deserves a voice. I'm sorry, they don't. Yeah, not every, not everybody deserves a voice. You don't. Richard and, Spencer doesn't need to be on CNN. Yeah, like, and you know, and I kept telling her, I was like, you know, it, it's it's. I, I firmly believe that if the, if the news had stopped paying attention to him and stopped giving him this platform, this wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that if we had all collectively as a country, we're just like, let's just fucking ignore this dude. This wouldn't have gotten to where it was. Trump 
was very very right. Maybe that short side about, about it, but no, Trump, that. Trump was very very right about a few things. One, well, for, first of all, everything he said he was going to do, he, he did. Like in everything he was. Eighties when he said, "If I was ever on for president, runs a Republican, because they'll believe anything." I think that was a fake quote, actually. But I know what you're talking about. No, I'm talking about like his platform, what he was running oh, okay. on. Okay. Everything that he said that he wanted to do, what he wanted to run on, he just did. He did those things. Um, uh, and but he was very, very right about the state of the media and that they give him all this coverage because they love him. They can't get away from him. They can't do without him. And they were addicted to him because yeah. he because he was drawing clicks and he was drawing views and he played them like a fiddle like that's he was completely right about how that. do they not see that that's what i don't understand and i like like there will be books written about this shit of all this other kind of stuff but like i'm just like i don't i that's what i want to know is like how how did you buy how did you what about what he did for one second made you think he cared about you oh you're talking about the voters yeah that is a whole other thing and uh, i i it's i don't know i i believe that he was able to capitalize on a lot of resentment uh he he kept he capitalized and some of it was built on racism and, and homophobia and all that stuff and all the bad parts um but also a lot of it was just resentment towards people like him people in the government people politicians stuff. disenfranchised is that the word yeah disenfranchised populations um kind of like the way that another populist capital capitalized well and i'm not going with with hitler but i'm going with bernie bernie capitalized on a lot of feelings about wanting to set things right and that actually is had a, that is a astute sniper like observation and i'm gonna call a hot take that is a hot take but i don't but with the way you presented it i don't disagree with you and that makes sense i mean point of fact is that bernie had a, an enormous following and he came up out of nowhere kind of the same way but he instead of because you've got all these people who are like disenfranchised like you said angry and frustrated poor don't have insurance they're just keep getting shit on yeah but the left is lazy tristan <laughs> like sorry like the people he the people he gave like a voice to like all those people like they're fucking lazy like i'll say it oh you're being serious i'm being that's, dead serious that's I'm being dead true. serious. i'm talking that, about no I'm you're wrong about, about that i'm talking about like uh, here's why here's why i say that all those people and this is going to sound this okay i won't say lazy i will say armchair activists the, the people who are going to repost the memes, repost the tweets and all that kind of shit. But when it actually comes to like voting or paying attention to things that matter, they don't fucking care. They don't get involved. I disagree with you on that okay. because uh, you got people on the right posting memes and just trying to do meme warfare and stuff too. Yeah, but those motherfuckers vote though. People in their 40s, 50s, 60s vote. And that's, a, there's a huge skew towards the right the older you get too. You're right, but, you're right. And people who have accumulated things especially from when they were making money uh 30 40 years ago mm -hmm. have had it better off and they want to keep everything that they have so they skew towards the right anyway um 
but the people I may have spoken too broadly. What I was referring to as is 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 the is the evidence of in 2016 when Hillary took over, the people who were going to vote for Bernie, just a lot of the a, a large portion of the people who had voted for Bernie and all the other who were who were pulling for Bernie just decided not to vote. I, I'd, seen, I I'd, I'd seen reports on this though. More people who voted for Bernie voted for Hillary than people who voted for Hillary voted for Obama. Like Fair. okay. So I think it was only I think it was like only 10% of Bernie voters didn't vote for Hillary. That's that's a those are pretty good numbers. Like a lot of Bernie supporters, myself included, voted for Hillary, even though I despised Hillary. I don't like Hillary. No. Just like I voted for Biden. And I don't like Biden. Right. But I, I already had Biden for eight years. But, but there there is I think it's a valid argument to say that there's there's an issue with the with youth votes, like just in general, like the youth doesn't like to vote, the youth doesn't turn out a lot. But there's also other reasons why. One, a lot of voter disenfranchisement people are working and it gets made harder to vote but also like um if you're if you're leaning towards the left anyway and you're seeing all this bullshit perpetuated over and over and over again and you get the feeling what does it matter if i vote right it's really hard to make a counter argument that says that it does matter like it does it mostly sometimes kind of usually but it's really hard to it's really hard to turn some around from like my vote doesn't matter because you some, a lot of times it doesn't if you, you were know? not to use 2020 as an example i couldn't i mean i honestly i mean let's take 2016 2020 out of it right like you'd be hard pressed to convince somebody that no matter who you vote for things are going to change right and so that, that's that's the only reason i'm taking uh taking issue with like lazy because a lot of people on the left just like the right are suffering just the majority of people are suffering i mean like i didn't mean as individuals i meant like politically oh well let me backtrack what i'm saying like i don't mean like they're lazy like they don't want to work they don't go they don't have jobs that's not i was not that was not comment on their character i was i was taking solely on like their their presence in the political gotcha and yeah and that i'm talking about young people young left 20 25 and under who are all fucking pissing vinegar. And then when it actually comes to putting miles down, they're just kind of like, mm. yeah, pretty much. And mm. that, that is, that, that's fair. Um, but I think that the, the root cause of that is maybe, maybe we should analyze and try to start addressing why they feel that way. And that's because they're disenfranchised from the, the system in general. And right. I, I don't know if that's lazy so much as just being fed up with it and, I, I mean, I feel does that, that. Does that make it apathy? Part of it's part of it could be apathy. Part of it could be nihilism. Could be, but part of, part of it could just be like I don't know. When you engage, and this is some coming from someone who who lives with depression every day. Um, so I don't know if this explains a lot of people, but but I can understand this for myself because when you engage in a process when you actually participate you're you become however however small you become invested in it and you mm-hmm. you start to develop a little bit of hope that maybe things can be different right and then you just you get yourself played 
and then you have to experience loss and and hurt and frustration and anger but if you ignore it then you exist outside of that system and things affect you but it's not your fault for one um because i i didn't want this but also like you didn't get yourself invested in it and you didn't have to suffer that loss and it's just like once you choose to, to participate in it then you become more invested in it and it, it sucks a lot more and sometimes it's easier to just ignore it um despite all the despite the fact that it really doesn't help but like right. when, when you're mentally trying to parse that stuff out and you're trying to like your brain tries to avoid pain avoid like hardship and stuff it's sometimes it's easier to just write it off as a big sham and it doesn't matter and my vote doesn't count and just ignore it so i don't know if that explains everything but i can i can totally understand why some people don't want to participate in the system yeah i'm going to end it there tristan because i think what you just said is extremely relatable and extremely profound and i want to say thank you for saying that oh no problem dude thank you thank you thank you all right i'm going to cut this one here uh, Tristan, as always, I really appreciate this, man. This is my highlight of my week. I love you. I hope you're doing well. I want to see you soon. Maybe we can both get vaccinated up. And when I go see Emily's grandparents, I can come hang out with you. Oh, she has grandparents in Virginia? Yeah, she her grandparents are trying to get vaccinated. Um, and then once they get it, we're going to try to get vaccinated because um, everybody we're getting, I don't want to get too into it, but we're all, all of us are getting to that age where our grandparents are getting really old. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So we're trying to make some trips because we're not sure how many trips we're going to be able to make. So we're trying to get, Fair. yeah, she's trying to get, they're trying to get vaccinated. My grandma's trying to get vaccinated. I'm trying to get vaccinated. Uh, so we're trying to do that. But if I do come to that area, I'm going to come see you. Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. All right, Tristan. I love you, buddy. I'm going to cut this one and I will talk to you soon, dude. Thank you so All much. Right. See ya. Later guys. Ten years of casting. Dreaming about detectives. Learning about our bodies with everyone Answering bad questions Giving worse advice Talking shit about shit that everyone likes Cause we are